0: hello everyone it's the hardcore legend mick foley wishing a nice day to everyone there right there at true heel heat yeah (laughs) hey guys i may have go away heat but these guys have true heel heat so you better listen to the podcast or else i'm gonna kick you in your fucking cock and balls It's Saturday morning. You know what that means. It's time for some true heel heat. Welcome to the Saturday cookout. We are here to discuss the week in wrestling, including is Bray Wyatt gone uh, ahead of WrestleMania? Is he coming back for WrestleMania? What should be the WrestleMania 39 night one main event? You guys know how I feel about that. And it's reunions everywhere. We got reunions on AEW. Hangman reuniting with the elite. Question mark. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens hugging out. Reunion exclamation point. And we got a reunion it right here on the show. Jared Bailey is back with us. It's time for True Hill Heat 217. Let's get to it. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello! It is me. It is me. Your True Hill Phenom SP3. Welcome to True Hill Heat 217. Reunions everywhere. You get a reunion. You get a reunion. You get a reunion. (laughs) Discussing the latest wrestling news, including Bray Wyatt out with his illness and his status for WrestleMania 39. Should Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley headline Mania Night One? Recap this in wrestling with AEW Dynamite featuring an excellent three-way trio's main event. You had Rampage last night, late last night, WWE SmackDown Raw, NXT, the latest in the New Japan Cup, ROH TV, last night's CCW show, Impact on Access TV, and all of the co-olds here will give you their match of the week. She took a week off, but she's back with us. It's the beautiful, the lovely, the princess of all the true heels, Miss Chrissy Love.
1: Good morning, peeps. Sorry I missed you guys all. I was not feeling my best last week. Please forgive me. Missed you, but I'm happy to be here yet another Saturday. What's up, guys?
0: Welcome back, Chrissy. And we got a very special guest. He hasn't been with us for a long time. He had a whole football season Mm -hmm. he had to focus on. As you can see him, he does NFL coverage at the U.S. USA Today. He has plenty of different podcasts all around. Fightful overbook his own channel. He's doing so much great stuff with professional wrestling and football. He is my good brother, the man who, for once, he's not in costume, ladies and gentlemen. Woo-woo-woo. <laughs> really <laughs> you know you
2: see it. You ran through all of those uh, promotions, and it's just—I I didn't know how much wrestling happens every week. That—that that was just like overwhelming. My goodness! But no, it's—I'm uh, yeah. glad to see you again doing this. Uh, yeah, no, I—I I don't know. When the last time I was on, to be honest, it's been—it it has been a minute.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I I, I know we, we we like to like give you we don't you you told me before. I think the first time I had you on, like the NFL season's very busy for me, Sid. I can't <laughs> get you back. But that's why I wait until you know you're in the offseason, yep. yeah. after free agency week too. And then I asked you, I'd be like, "All right, come on, Jared. We need you back on the show."
2: That is uh, much obliged. I appreciate it.
1: <laughs> so, is Homeboy at the Jets? So he's not with
2: the Jets. Is it? Come come. It's finalized it's like, basically okay. done they're just figuring out the compensation so it'll be it, it's oh, all payment.
1: okay okay so he's coming he just need to know how much dinero he's getting got it okay how many oh, well, is going to be the, online the
2: Well, he's going to get 60 million regardless uh just just Ooh. uh depends on what the jets will send the packers in order to get him in terms of like draft picks and all that stuff oh, all that fun writing stuff, stuff. Got yes. it. okay, they got yes, it. okay.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So yeah, i will be there now. There you yeah. go, there you go. See, this is why we have Jared on, so we, we <laughs> mm-hmm. can get that information because that would have went over my head. I have there's too much wrestling for me to focus on to focus on that. Yeah, as you pointed as as out, the news. so much.
1: <laughs> And people keep posting it, and him in Jets attire, and I'm like, is he a Jet now? When did, what did I miss?
0: Ooh. You miss a lot you miss a lot he's gonna I get see. his chopped cheese and everything over here yeah. you know he, he likes his cheese being in green bay so long but yeah. yes thank you everyone for joining us for our flagship show we appreciate y'all coming through every saturday eleven oh five a.m eastern time for the true hill heat flagship podcast your comprehensive review of the week in wrestling of course we sh- appreciate y'all joining us show your appreciation back simply by dropping the thumbs up on the video share this video video with all your wrestling fans friends and family on all your favorite social media platforms if you are new to the true hill heat youtube channel hit that subscribe button hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here and of course this is an interactive podcast so we want to hear from you we're going to try to highlight as many of your comments that you have here in the live chat but the best way to have your comment highlighted on screen and to help the channel grow is with a super chat donation any dollar amount matters and we will highlight it here on screen we got bala b with says if this episode isn't called reunited and it feels so good then what are we doing here no reunions everywhere that's that that's the title that's the title balabi we'll we'll get to that next time uh we got dolores saying what's so good
1: reunited don't know the rest of it though
0: And I was just putting the spotlight on you too. I know. I thought you were gonna break it down. This one question. All right. Um, <laughs> something.
1: Something. I remember it being on, in the middle of the night on the infomercials.
0: In the middle of the night. Wow. That's a yeah. Cool. You don't
1: wake up in the middle of the night. You hear the, they had the, like the music infomercials. Stop it. Now,
0: nah, come on. Not, I I, not I'm not, not, I No. 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 I, I know what you're talking was one of about. the songs that Jar- you heard at the Jared is the young one here. Jared. I don't, know, Jared. Who, I don't
2: know who sings it.
0: Do you, do you remember, remember our e- my, the educational podcast that we did where I taught you what AIM was?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah the was... look he The look he had. Look he had like, oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. of course angry. I do. I just, I just <laughs> can't, I just, I know, what, I know what, I know what that song is. I just don't know who, who sings it. I feel like everybody kind of knows what it is.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think everybody's heard that one. I, but I, I I wanted you to like come back at me and be like, yeah, AIM is where you know you, you did you did your Facebook messengers back in you know the, the prehistoric <laughs> days. Um- <laughs> what does what does the A
2: in AIM stand for? America. American instant messenger is that what it was? No,
0: Amer- It was it was Amer- It was first it was uh, AOL America mm-hmm. Online,
3: yep. and then
0: uh, AIM was the instant messenger. Yeah. Oh.
2: Okay. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no, no, I, all right. He's just like, he's
0: like sure. Sure.
2: I feel like there's there's too much. There's it's so it's much. like
0: it's like it's like when you're coming back from summer vacation and you need a reminder what geoma- geometry is. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> is that? I, I assume that was like the precursor to MySpace.
0: Yes. 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 Okay. yes,
2: yes, yes, yes. Before
0: right. MySpace, before Facebook, good stuff.
3: Okay. Hey totally
0: uh, <laughs> saying what's up, everyone? How is your day? We got uh Frantic World here in the chat <laughs> saying what's up, SP3, Chrissy Jarrett, and chat. We got the Negro Buck Nick Jackson saying it's Saturday, and you know what that means. Time for true hill heat, baby. Uh, we also got uh Negro Buck also asked me how we liking uh challenge world championship so far. It's good stuff good season probably probably going to be a better season than the main show main show sucks now so yes i'm liking the the challenge world championship and uh B asking, how young are you oh uh, i
2: am 24
0: there you go <laughs> you're, not, you're not that young
2: you're not yeah, that no no i'm I, it's, eventually it's going to get to the point where like i'm not the young guy anymore and i think i'm getting there and that's th- that depresses me <laughs> Wait, wait till 25, man. That's the right, right. I'm about to say the same thing.
0: You, this oh, is only just
2: T minus nine months, so <laughs> <laughs> it's coming,
0: it's coming for you, sir. Mm. Even, even Negro Bucks is saying, uh, lol, I'm younger than Jared and I knew what aim was. <laughs> oh man, he's calling well. you out, calling you out, man. That's, hey, it's okay. I'm,
2: a, uh, I'm a man of simple pleasures, apparently. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't. Uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Simple pleasures. T- yes. How's the tenders going? Is you still on there or No, no. I think I'm I think
2: once you reach a certain age, you've just got to like be have a true conversation with yourself and be like you got to stop being on the tenders. Those- yeah. so, <laughs> so I think I think I've had a good run of the mill with the tenders and uh, I think it's time to officially tap out from them. So let's uh let's pull one out for the bumbles, the tenders, the what else is there? The hinge. Um, yeah. I don't know. Is, is there other ones that I might be missing some?
0: We're, we're gonna put. One. We're gonna. We're gonna put Jarrett's uh, jersey in the Raptors. <laughs> oh the, yes. The Raptors. yes. That'd be cool. What's your number? What's your number?
2: Uh, in high school, my number was four, so we can just go four. There you go.
0: Yeah. There we go. We're gonna put the. We're gonna put the, the the number four in the Raptors on Tinder. He's calling it a day. I feel there like I go. should
2: have a retirement speech and like all of my one night stands there asking me questions. That would be kind of <laughs> That would be pretty cool. It
0: he goes You got to wait did. five years and then you can go into the hall of fame. Oh, the timber hall, yeah, oh, hall of fame. Yeah. Oh, dude, that is,
2: that is a hilarious bit that I will absolutely commit to. <laughs> I, oh, that's funny. That is funny.
0: <laughs> I just, Damn. I just made your next two podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I think
2: you did actually. That, you know, for no notes, like right now, I'm just doing like this current season just talking to like my friends in wrestling media, which by the way, I need to get you on before the season's over. Um, I think season three, season three is going to be already committed to like women in sports. So like, I got to stay with that. Season four is just got to be like hookups that I've had. That would be the greatest podcast. In the- oh, dude, that would be so funny.
0: I, I I want
2: it. I'm going to have to hit some people up. That that would be funny.
0: As someone who once, uh, and I think our producer probably remembers, I once had a birthday party where I invited multiple girls I hooked up with. I wouldn't say that's the best idea. I'm just I, <laughs> I, I think it sounds really funny. What, Wait, what was the about?
1: outcome of the party? Like, what happened?
0: Hey, I went home happy. That's all that matters. I wasn't killed. <laughs> one of them? Yes, I wasn't killed. That's all. I That's all I remember. So, Great so, job, friend. There you go. Uh but yes. <laughs> I don't know how we always, always, the opening minutes gets like this, Jared. I will just tell you that. Uh, Juggernaut saying that he's uh, T-minus two months till I'm 25. What, what, it's is,
1: babies? what is happening? I'm I feel I'm, so old.
0: We're, we're, we draw the 18 to 49 demographic. That's, <laughs> yes. why we have, that's why we have Jared. Jared is our hook. He's our hook. He's, he's the, hook. One, yes, that, he he's the, the hook. one that created me being the number one hook fan. Yes, I tell you that's what, true. if I... I remember.
2: If I grow my hair out and perm it again, and then just like shave, then well, I can be your. Hook.
1: You'll be. I was saying, if your head to head get higher, you know.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say right? it, it's it'll take a little bit, but for- we'll, it'll get there.
0: I forget if we've had Jared on after Full Gear twenty twenty one, but all I will say is that uh the 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 people that usually watch In Chrissy know, I was able to be in a cipher with with the with the homie hook. Who are you? F- full Gear. Full Gear twenty twenty one. I'll never it's forget.
2: I was, I've definitely either. been on since then. I, I feel yes. like I didn't know that.
0: Yes, yes, I feel. I feel like I probably didn't didn't mention that until I remember that you were the one that started my fandom of Hook because you did not like Hook. So yeah, that made me I, a bigger fan of Hook. That was like way before he
2: even had his first match. Too, it's like, why is Taz's yeah. son out here? Who gives a shit? And then he finally, <laughs> him, and I was like, all right, he's cool. So yeah,
1: that's how it was, though. That's really how it really was.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So good lord, I didn't realize that was that long ago.
0: <laughs> that, was, that was a while ago. That's crazy. Uh, Ricky say good morning, true heel. We got Dolores saying sp three. The the P stands for play. No, 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 no. I i hang mine up a long time ago. Three, four years ago. I, I put my jersey up in the rafters. <laughs> I was retired. I'm retired. I'm retired. I'm waiting like two more years. I can go into the hall of fame. I'm going to go to the Hall of Fame, you know? Um, but, yes. <laughs> oh, true heel <laughs> roll call. Is how we start off every episode of the True Hill Heat flagship podcast. Our top three conversation starters on our True Hills Facebook group page. We got Zaire Aikens, number two, Alan Weinstein, and number one, the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. Once again, back-to-back weeks. Our Patreon backers includes Nick, Alan Weinstein, Vala B, Alex McCarthy, Professor Chris, Austin K, You My Boy Blue, Yachty, Robert, Steve, Antoine, (laughs) Fifth Generation Carney, Ladarius, John a.k.a. Russell Scopes, Dan. Kobe, Queen Monet, Dolores, John Martin, and DJ Eric. Thank you so much for supporting us over at Patreon.com forward slash heat. We appreciate y'all and I appreciate Nick Jackson. Yes, we're the real demo gods here. We
3: are. (laughs) We are.
0: But let's talk about what we missed. Speaking of the demo gods, let's talk about AEW Dynamite to kick off the show this week. uh, AEW Dynamite was from Winnipeg, uh, Manitoba, Canada for the first time. The Show did not do very well in the ratings. Basketball whooped their ass this week with March Madness and the NBA. They did eight hundred and fifty-two thousand uh, viewers, but the show was great. It included a- can I have <laughs> a <laughs> what? Included <laughs> a fabulous opening segment with MJS Rebar Mitzvah, which turned into a face. Can I have a you can mute yourself um, <laughs> on the- Face-off between the four pillars of All Elite Wrestling with MJF, Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara, and Darby Allin, each man standing their case to get a shot at the AEW World Championship. Jungle Boy talking about his history with MJF facing him at Double or Nothing 2020 and rising through the ranks. Sammy Guevara saying that he came into AEW as a bump guy for Chris Jericho, and now he's a three-time champion so he wants a shot. Darby Allen saying that he cares so much about the company and a lot more than all the wrestlers who complain on Twitter just like MJF so he deserves a shot and the whole segment ended with our birdberry hatted friend MJF landing straight into his cake because that's how wrestling works folks the heel always goes into their damn cake. Uh, then we had the Blackpool Combat Club defeating Hangman Adam Page and Dark Order in a tremendous Tremendous trios match to further along their heel turn. The Blackpool Combat Club took out Stu Grayson and Evil Uno, giving Evil Uno a concussion after the matchup until John Silver and Alex Reynolds ran them off. You also had Jade Cargill uh, once again retain the TBS championship over Nicole Matthews. Post-match, though, Taya Valkyrie made her AEW debut to face off with Cargill. Per, uh, positioning herself as the next challenger for the TBS championship. And then we had a absolutely fantastic three-way AEW World Trios Championship main event with the two Winnipeg boys in the matchup. Kenny Omega representing the elite. Chris Jericho representing the Jericho Appreciation Society. They went at each other. They teamed up with each other against Brody King, who was once again a monster. But in the end, it was the House of Black, who came out victorious, but everybody was talking about the post-match as the Blackpool Combat Club, Dark Order, and Hangman Page came out brawling with Page getting into the ring to stand off with the BCC, and then... And then we saw the the, the pre-reunion, I'll call it, <laughs> with the elite coming in to have the back of their former friend to close the show, to make the Blackpool Combat Club walk off and off... Four men standing in the ring, reminiscent as a callback to AEW Revolution 2020. It was like the WCW Nitro endings mm-hmm, that I used to mm-hmm, love, that mm-hmm. ended with a hook, uh, a cliffhanger, which you gotta watch next week to see what happens next. Jared Bailey, what did you think about this week's dynamite and that ending with the Elite <laughs> three reunion?
2: Yeah, um, it felt like AEW in twenty twenty one again, which is you know something I think that they've been missing uh, as of late. Where um, you know, yes, they'll kick off shows with you know banger matches with Orange Cassidy against insert name of wrestler here, but I, I think that they kind of got, <laughs> I think they kind of got away from like good storytelling throughout the show, and having this you know long running thread finally intersect again. Uh, with hangman and the elite i think it's going to be a very fun payoff where you know i think we'll see some sort of you know elite versus bcc or you know something of that nature come to be uh, i'm very excited for whatever they have in store um so yeah I'm, I'm excited about it um so i have valkyrie that was cool um i'm excited to see where, where that goes and how she's booked in aw mm-hmm. is a good addition to the women's division i'm over jade cargill man like i'm sorry and but for like a, for like a solid year now like it's just been the same thing every week like she'll beat somebody who's only on dark like a three-minute match and like, all right jade's 59 and oh like fucking great i d- don't care well <laughs> so, and i think most people have been waiting for you know the Chris Statlander to get back to to win because I think that was kind of in their plans before Chris got hurt. Uh, but if Ty Valkyrie is the one to do it, then that's also very okay because I like Ty Valkyrie and she's very good. Um, and yeah, the the triple th- the trio's triple threat was awesome. Beat The um, House of Black, I'm glad that they're finally getting you know pushed the way that I think everybody was kind of expecting them to once they were together. It took, a little, took a little while, but Malachi's great, Brody King's great. Julia Hart is... I would dance on broken glass for Julia Hart. Um, <laughs> and, but, uh, yeah, the entire, the entire show, I mean, final, I think from beginning to end, was it felt like old AEW. And I know that's so, you know, everybody hates here. I'll get back to the old AEW. This one felt good. Especially because going in, I expected Jeff Jarrett to beat Orange Cassidy, and I was, like, anticipating being pissed <laughs> off, but it didn't happen. So I'm happy. Yep. <laughs> so that, that was just a nice little cherry on top. Cause like Jeff Jarrett, good for you. You're like an all time bag getter. I'm tired of seeing Jeff Jarrett and Jay lethal on TV every week. So hopefully <laughs> we, get, we get a little
0: less of that. Come on, Jeff Jarrett. He he is the biggest carny in professional wrestling, and I love it. I love every minute of it. This man can't just go for a cover. He Mm-mm. has to celebrate before he gets <laughs> going to, for the cover, which makes it so obvious they're going to kick out. It's so hilarious to me. I'm sorry.
2: He's uh, it, it a tool. I, I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. The entirety of Team TNA and... Guy who is very obviously supposed to be AEW's version of Great Kali is yeah. not, not
0: great.
2: <laughs> I'm not not a fan.
0: Oh, He's man. like, That's not my bag. Miss Chrissy, Miss Chrissy Love, what did you think about the opening with the uh Four Pillars <sighs> face off and uh MJS MJS rebar misva becoming a setup for the four way that should probably be the main event of Double or Nothing?
1: um yeah the pillars um all the guys had valid points and I I wonder if they just was off the top of the dome and just speaking from like the heart or was that written down it's okay I'm gonna say this and you're gonna say this like I I I hope it wasn't like rehearsed I hope they went out there Darby didn't seem rehearsed Darby seemed like he was just like, let me just tell you this because, yeah. Um, but the Bar Mitzvah, I love. I mean, he could have found some prettier ladies, but whatever. I guess that's not, you know, what they have in Winnipeg or whatever, right? Anywho. Oh, um, damn, Chrissy! Sorry. Come on. You,
3: you, I mean, so Bar Jamie? Mitzvah, like, I'm
1: thinking, you like, at least the Godfather had some good, solid girlfriends. I mean, that came out with him. Like, she Oh, we're,
0: call- we're calling the Godfather's ladies girlfriends now. Well, okay. <laughs>
1: let's not do this okay his lady friends let's okay children are watching
0: this is true this is true hello we,
1: we <laughs> <laughs> there's children around stop <laughs> anywho um and then they had flats on i was like are they going to in in the ring like what's happening why are they have on flats like what 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 kind of bar is this he said it was such a big deal but it was everything was great i love the fur burberry hat he was standing in the corner I was like, God, this guy is just like amazing. Like he's, and then he was just spe- spewing out just pure nonsense to the crowd, and the crowd was just eating up like you dummies. Like he's trying, he's trying to get you to do this. Like this is what he wants. But they were the, the crowd was awesome. Um, but great, great opener. I mean, I was what, it was like twenty three minutes long for that whole segment.
0: A it wasn't pretty. Yeah, it was a pretty long segment, but it was the the WWE revolving door promo, but this worked. This worked because yeah. it was very fresh for the main event scene and MJF had me in stitches when he's when he was like he said something in like Judy uh like what you got me to sh- lump up in here. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> that was hilarious. He was great. he was great. I thought Darby Allen was really good. I thought even Jungle Boy, he sounded a lot more comfortable. A lot mm-hmm. more comfortable yes. on the
2: that mic. Sounded, he sounded a lot better on the mic than he has in in previous attempts on the mic. There was the 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 line that MJF said about not needing uh, AEW daddy daycare and just running through everybody. Yes, like, yes, like, you had was... Sting, you had Christian, you had Jericho. I had no like I I, I had no I, one. I, I love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a good shot to come back. The only one I didn't like was Sammy, because I did not need to know that you were supposed to be the bump guy for for uh, uh, for Chris No, Jericho. I watched like that. that was a that was a little too much inside baseball. Like like <laughs> you should he, he he could say that he was just supposed to be, you know, the, the, the loser or the flacky for Chris Jericho. That's fine. But when you say bump guy, I think that's a little bit too much insider information. No, I, you
2: know what? I can no, allow like, me, me to defend yeah. Sammy Guevara, which is something i I know i'm like (laughs) notoriously the guy who doesn't like sammy guevara because ever since they made him and Ty like this heel couple on tv it's been unwatchable but no i i liked his promo a lot i thought he did really well i liked the line about you know bumping for jericho and whatnot i appreciated that i like the little insider stuff so that's just me though
0: Yes, that, that's the only thing I, I think I didn't like about any of the, the promos. I was even all right with Jungle Boy talking about how MJF doesn't work Dark Elevation. Or I like that a lot. AEW Rampage, because he's supposed to, because I like the, the delivery, because he said even AEW Rampage. Yeah. I heard some people were like, oh, no, he's da- defining down Rampage. No, but he's saying he's kind of saying that you're supposed to work Rampage, but you don't. Yeah. You only work one day a week. So I, I, in, I enjoyed the segment. I definitely enjoy the elite reunion. Uh, how do you think this is all gonna transpire with Hangman getting back with the elite Miss Chrissy Love? And how did you like the ending? Oh, she's frozen. I think she's frozen. Yep, she's she's in she's in one state, she's in she's in the, the, the dream state, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Chrissy Love. look at this, look at this. This is a picture. You can screenshot it.
3: Oh. There she is! <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like, bro, like, come on. And I was like, I got the hot spot. With, I was like, I didn't even, not even connect to my own shit. And I'm like, something you pay for. and DC-
0: Chrissy, what did you think about the ending with Hangman uh, and the Elite?
1: Oh, wow. That was goosebumps. Um, first of all, I was like, okay, if we have Hangman with the Elite, that means John Moxley and the others is only like three of them. Who is the fourth guy?
0: Brian Daniels Danielson. Then. Yes, Brian but he, Danielson.
1: But he said he was going
0: home. Hey, home is where you make it. And <laughs> that is the Blackpool Combat Club. That's he's that's the group that he really created. He was the one that came yeah. up with the idea.
1: I know, I know. So okay, well, if if he does decide to come from home with the Garcia twins, then um Great shit to see! I'm I can't wait to see what they do. Um, hopefully they will have something at the next pay per view, which is what May, right?
0: Uh, yeah, double or nothing.
1: Double yeah. or nothing. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm ec- ecstatic to see how the, they put this together. Hopefully, you know, Hangman is not like Kevin Owens is like, oh, I don't want to be friends with you guys anymore because you guys left me. Blah blah blah, like all oh, of my god, and it takes three long weeks. Blah 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 blah, like all oh, this other shit
0: you're like I'm, I'm enough of this but i definitely agree with with Jared this felt like a two 2021 edition of aew yeah. dynamite with the how fresh the main event scene was in the main in the opener with uh the four pillars and mm-hmm. then the elite is really the heart of aew their yeah. story and those guys interacting with each other when they're on top or when they're a focal point aew mm-hmm. always feels like aew and it yep. hasn't felt like that in a in, while. You yeah, know, we yeah. had all mm-hmm. the stuff with Brawl out. You had Hangman kind of taking a backseat after his world title run, but after the win at Revolution. The, the Elite having a great match at Revolution as well. They it feels like AEW has some momentum. Hopefully they can keep it going. Uh we got in the live chat here, we got Negro Buck agreeing with uh Jared, who says he says Sammy's promo was good. All right. Sure. I uh, um valami says kenny is the one who's being apprehensive yeah because because ken uh, does kenny know everything that's happened does kenny know that matt and nick nodded to hangman before he lost the title does kenny that's know that's true you're right that, oh, so they need the to watch out for
1: kenny not does not hangman
0: does kenny know that the young bucks asked hangman to be in the trios tournament before they even asked kenny does he know all of this stuff? We need that information.
1: So someone's Ooh. gonna be a snitch and tell him then, right? Don
0: Callis, call like absolutely, like <laughs> absolutely. It's gonna be this Don guy. Callis. He says Don, Don Callis. <laughs> Don Callis gotta be the one. He's gonna be the one that snitches <laughs> on all of this. He's like, no, no, Kenny, you do not want to get back with Hank. Ben. you do not want this. Uh, he he we can't got... be
1: trusted. He's not trustworthy.
0: Yeah, Kenny said he hasn't watched the, that match back. That was back in November of 2021. He's had mm. a full year and a half almost to watch mm. that matchup. So does he know? We need to. We need to find out. Mm. Uh, but they had some big news from AEW this week before uh, AEW Dynamite with the announcement that AEW and JPW Forbidden Door is officially returning, as announced by AEW as part of a six-date canadian summer tour aew announced on wednesday that the crossover pay-per-view with njpw will return and take place on june 25th in toronto as the start of a tour of the country that includes dynamite rampage tapings in ontario and alberta a dynamite taping uh, in ash I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm not going to try Uh, And a live ramp-based taping in the same province. According to the uh, Wrestle Observer Newsletter, there are plans uh, for a match between Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay at the event. The two previously faced each other at NJPW Wrestle Kingdom 17 with Omega defeating Ospreay for the IWGP US title. However, it was noted that at the time they that they held back in the match and plan to continue their feud later so you got omega and osprey being talked about me personally i really want to see brian danielson versus zach saber jr we didn't get it last year give me that this year jared Mm. if you could have one match at forbidden door what would it be this year
2: yeah, you just you just took it. I was gonna say Danison and Zach Saber since we didn't get that last year. Um, if we can get some version of FTR against Aussie Open, that would be pretty cool. I know that they did an Ooh, indie show last year that tore yeah, the house down. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, if we could get that you know, FTR Aussie Open two at Forbidden Door, uh, that would yes, yes, please.
0: I'm here. Put for it in that. my
1: veins. Yes,
0: it's that. <laughs> Chrissy, love your one match for Forbidden Door.
1: I, yeah, FTR and Ozzy, um, like that, give it to me now. Put it in my veins. I need it. I need it right now. I need it. Shake it. Shake it. Please. Has to happen. If,
0: if I can name one more, Mercedes Monet versus Jamie Hader. If they're, if you're going re- if, to if, sign up Mercedes for two more months, that's all you got to do. Sign her up two I more think months. I would,
2: I would spontaneously prolapse if that happened.
1: Right. Like now, <laughs> now you, now you want us all to faint, right?
0: Prolapse, not collapse Prolapse, (laughs) prolapse Look at this guy! Education being used here. Oh my God! B in the chat saying, uh a forbidden door to electric boogaloo. Yes, absolutely. Name it that. That's the nickname. Uh, we got A L W. Alan Weinstein with a super chat donation. Thank you so much, A L W. He says, please come join your folks from the Workhorse Wrestling Network tomorrow on the True Hill Heat Twitch gaming for GCW Worst Behavior watch along. Yes, they'll be going live over on our Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash True Hill Heat Gaming to watch some GCW up in the north in Canada. Uh, we got Nero Buck who says the Canadians are getting a lot of good wrestling. Yes yep. indeed. Yes they yep. are. Uh, we also got him saying we need Dragon versus ZSJ. We also hopefully Omega versus Osprey too. Ooh, uh, yeah the match the yeah. match I've been asking for, for since the first forbidden door was Hiromu Takahashi versus Darby mm-hmm. Allen. I need that. That is just two guys. Wait, wait, when nuts. is
2: when's the show?
0: Uh, June twenty
2: fifth. Okay, then we can do uh, Punk and Kenta.
0: <laughs> he's like, he's like, give me CM Punk back or Punk versus Tadahashi. Who, that's another match we were supposed to get last year. Uh, we, got, we got Balabi that. saying that Hiromu versus uh Darby has to happen. Yes, give me all of that. Frantic World saying, can we get Golden Lovers at Forbidden Door and Mercedes Monet versus Jade or Sheeta? I, I take I take any Mercedes. I Mercedes take
3: Mercedes. Me- yeah,
0: anything. Give me anything, please. Uh, so many great options for Forbidden Door. We'll be talking more about that as we get closer to the event, but also some big news uh, came out of AEW Dynamite this week after the performance in the trios matchup with the Blackpool Combat Club, Hangman Adam Page, and Evil Uno. The returning Stu Grayson is once again All Elite, as he has re-signed with All Elite Wrestling. Tony Khan announced on Thursday that the Dark Order member who made his return on... Wednesday's episode, is back with the company. Grayson left AEW when his contract is fired with them in April of 2022. He had previously made a return appearance on an October episode of Rampage in Canada in a backstage segment. Con wrote, welcome back to AEW at Stu." underscore dose after a great match uh he's now more motivated than ever and now it's official Stu Grayson is all elite once again i think this is well deserved because he was he was the mvp of that match on right. dynamite what do you think about stu grayson being back with AEW and do you think that AEW is going to put more of a spotlight on the dark order now that stu is back
2: Seems to be what they're kind of going for, because they gave Uno the the main event against Mox, and it was really good. Um, mm-hmm. And Stu, I think they're trying to go in a different direction with the Dark Order, where it's not just, like, hokey, funny, like, goofy Least- stuff. Yep. Like, they mm-hmm. want to be taken a little bit more seriously, which is fine mm-hmm. by me. Um, I think that, you know, we need a little bit more of that from them. Um, and yeah, Stu's great. Now that he's back, he'll be on Ethan Page's toy hunts every week, I'm sure. That's nice for me, because I enjoy <laughs> those. Um, so yeah, no, I, I, everybody wins in this situation. So it's nice that he's, that he's back.
0: Indeed, indeed. I'm excited for uh, to see what they do with Stu, and we'll talk about what they announced on Rampage for Stu's next match in AEW in a bit here. Before we get to that, uh, Soraya made some news this week after uh, the promo segment with the outcast with Soraya, uh, Tony Storm, and Ruby Soho. Uh, Soraya went on Twitter and said that she was fined for a particular word she used on AEW Dynamite, and a report says that her comments are not a work during this week's episode, Sorea told the crowd that they were twats, twats, you're and she twat. tweeted, <laughs> "Yes, t- you're, you're, you're a bunch of neck-bearded twats." Uh, after oh, the twats. best
2: line of the week, <laughs> best line of the week. <laughs>
0: She got fined for using the term Fightful Select reports that according to what they were told, Saraya's tweet was legit and the fine went to projects for AEW together. She is said to have apologized privately and a mass email was sent to talent stating that Saraya was fined for using profanity and flipping a middle finger without informing the segment's coach. AEW talent have been discouraged from flipping audience members off or using body shaming in in regard to the fans. I think that was really? Tony Storm. Who called them all, all fat people. Um, so yes. The outcast Once again. <laughs> causes some controversy. Uh, Miss Chrissy Love. What did you think about the outcasts, uh promo this week? What do you think about Soraya being fine. For calling the fans twats. I mean some of the fans are. I <laughs> But go ahead Chrissy. Um, calling
1: the fans Twats, 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 whatever.
0: Twats, twats, yeah. Twats yeah. is the
2: correct way to say it.
1: <laughs> right, okay. But she That's said twats. Saying. Right, you, it's her accent, friend, come on. Um. <laughs> I, was like, I could have sworn she said, twat, but whatever. Sure. Um. I guess you have to give her some type of heat. I don't know, like, we can't say certain words now, like, it's just, how it is because it's so offensive like we didn't even know these words were offensive until someone said yeah it offends offends me of that type of like who's about I guess I don't know um I thought the outsiders were good this week um I guess they wouldn't be a problem if they weren't causing havoc so I'm guessing they're doing their job and getting the heat that they're supposed to and like you said Tony Storm did call the people fat um (laughs) I mean she did I mean, she hey, sorry.
0: She body shamed them.
1: She body shamed the people. Poor on, people. Unfor- the, poor, the poor people at the arena in Canada. Or oh, maybe she was just talking about the country and whole. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I think they're not doing their job or being great heels unless they get some type of, like, backlash or, like, for doing something that, like, brings the heat on them. I guess they're supposed to be good heels. If you're not a heel, then, you know, then you're not doing the right job. <laughs> then you, know, you need the heat. So, I mean, good job on them. I mean, how much did she have to pay? I, I, don't I don't know. know I,
2: think, I think it was a thousand. It wasn't a lot at all. Like oh, okay. I, I would Nothing have to look. I, saw I think I saw a tweet talking about how much it was, but it wasn't like an absurd amount.
1: Okay. Yeah, just, right. She'll She's, be fine. She, yeah, she, she can
2: eat yeah. that. I'm all she, for she, it, though. Do, yeah, do I'm you here want for it. Yeah. All, like, Get MDF all the heat. That's the week.
1: point.
2: MDF comes out every week and calls everybody fat pores, and it's hilarious. Like yeah. Who cares? It's funny. That's very funny. Call them fat. Call them twats. Call I'm not going to say that word on here. I don't want you to get demonetized. Um, but,
0: now, so you're, you're here for the outcasts. I'm here for the I outcast. like them. I
2: just think they need taken... Like I like all of them a lot. I love Tony. Love Ruby. Love, I should have worn my Ruby Soho shirt. And I love Soraya. But I think that their whole gimmick is dumb. Like spray painting, that's stupid. But yeah. like the concept of them being a heel group, I love... How it's being put into action? I hate it's, it's not doing then it's you, not well. I want to see something like, like when the Nexus first arrived. Do shit like that. Just beat the living hell out of people. Don't do the spray paint. Spray paint's yeah. stupid. Spray paint's dumb. Yeah. Just beat the living hell out of people. Cause havoc. Hij- and... I was gonna
1: say cause havoc. Hijack the announce table. Do some announcing. Yeah. Like yeah, like why be not? be be the the nwo if you this is what you want to be you want to be the outsiders like this is what your gimmick is based off of you being from the other company cause fucking havoc like do other things like randomly like have a random job or s- uh, stuck in a damn locker i don't know like do something where people just be like okay they're causing havoc and they need to be out of. Con- they need to be stopped
2: the chat is telling me to say the c word am i allowed to say that on here <laughs> sp3
0: I don't I don't I don't think we we, we, we I think we would get demonetized.
2: All right. I'm glad that I didn't say
0: it. Then. I, I appreciate it you. I appreciate you acting. I appreciate You're you.
2: You're
0: Anything else? Fuck shit. ass, cunt. Yeah. Oh, see he oh, said. Oh, he said it. Oh, no. See you next see,
1: Tuesday, friends. Damn it. I'm
0: out
1: of here.
0: Um <laughs> Get him out of here. You, you see I I, said, I I'll kick my Oh well,
2: busted. Bye. Bye, <laughs> oh well, these things happen.
0: Oh man, oh, damn man. it! It's y'all fault. It's all y'all fault. Y'all got me on a tangent. Damn I'm it. sorry. Damn it.
2: Sorry. I apologize.
0: My, my apologies, everybody. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna pay a fine to True Hill Heat. And, um, (laughs) yes, exactly. Riggedy (laughs) said it. SP3, fine. Yes, indeed. Uh, AEW Rampage last night. It was real late. St. Patrick's Day Slam. Uh, the show featured Powerhouse Hobbs defeating Ray Phoenix to retain the uh, TNT Championship. Really good matchup to kick off the show. You also had uh, Taya Valkyrie made her AEW in-ring debut in a squash win. I love the fact that I didn't even realize that her and Jade have the same finisher. She's the ro- Hers is called the Road to Valhalla, while Jade is called the Jaded. So I like, hers is I like so that.
2: much better. Oh, come on. Road to Valhalla? That's such a badass... Fucking finish
0: her name. <laughs> it is. It is though. It is. Uh Jade was came out to uh watch this matchup in- She's the still
3: well. with
0: apparently apparently she's back with him now I, I guess he needs a publicist uh, uh, okay. you also had Stu Grayson who cut a promo from the hospital he said as Evil Uno was in the hospital with a concussion after the beatdown from the Blackpool Combat Club so he called out John Moxley to face him one on one on AEW Dynamite this week you also had in the main event Daniel Garcia beating Brody King thanks to help from Chris Jericho who hit Brody in the face with Floyd the that, the Jericho Appreciation Society getting the one up on the House of Black after their loss on AEW Dynamite. So some good stuff. But I think the whole AEW fan base was more talking about an announcement that was made earlier in the day from AEW ahead of Rampage in a post on Twitter. AEW CEO Tony Khan announced a match between Kenny Omega and AAA Mega Champion El Hijo Del Vikingo. Vicar- kingo for wednesday's aew dynamite the match was originally set to happen in triple a back in 2021 but was postponed due to omega's injuries at the time uh vikingo is not not well known but is known in a lot of wrestling spaces so of course aew announced a new person in a dream match so you had, of course, the 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 uh, minority of fans who's like, "Where's the story? I don't know this person. I don't know how to use Google." For <laughs> Chrissy, love, I I know you're one person that watches maybe a lot more. You know, WWE, AEW. Do are you do you get offended in any way when someone new comes out and has a match on AEW? Or are you more open to finding out these new wrestlers more than that minority that I was just speaking of?
1: Um, I think AEW has opened up the doors for more people just to come in and, like, showcase their work from the independent scene. So they don't necessarily have to be signed that day. Um, however, it gives me, as a person that does not see most of the indie stuff, to enjoy these people that are not. There. I'm like, oh, now I can watch this person once he leaves here. Like, this person put on a great match. Let me see who he is. Let me Google him. Let me find out what so I, I I think it's great work, to be honest. I, I like it personally.
0: What about you, Jarrett?
2: Yeah, I'm a fan of this. Very big fan. Um, it made my nipples hard whenever I saw this announcement. I was pretty excited. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, I'm not going to pretend I watch AAA every week, but I know enough to know who uh, right. Kingo is, and have seen enough to know that this match is going to absolutely fuck. So I'm, um, I'm excited. Yeah, I okay. mean, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great.
0: We are all here for Omega versus Vikingo. Even the people that don't know who Vikingo is, they are going to know who he is after Wednesday. And I know Triple H and WWE will know how he is because he's going to mm. get some calls from them following yeah. AEW Dynamite. It's, or probably, the, yeah. I mean, they
2: brought in they brought in Commander for that ladder match, and there's people like, oh, who's that? And then he tore the house down. It's like, oh, all right, duly noted. I'll, I'll make sure <laughs> I know who that is. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be similar to, to that.
0: Same thing with Bandito. Same thing with Dragon Lee. Like, all these guys.
2: Where the hell's Bandito been? Didn't he sign with AEW? Why is he not on TV more?
0: He had visa issues. I heard. A lot of people
1: have visa issues. (laughs)
0: Yeah, they there was okay, a lot of people okay. that had visa issues. That's why Dragon League got like signed from WWE in like January and he's just showing up mm-hmm. now because they finally settled his uh visa issues. Gotcha. Uh, we got a bunch of people who's happy uh for Vikingo. Uh we got uh Frantic World who says let's go Vikingo. We got negro buck who says kenny versus vikingo is gonna be stupid crazy uh we got Falla b who said didn't wcw do this back in the day yes they did yeah. this all the time they were randomly show somebody from new japan or triple a and they show up on the show if they had a good match you remembered them you wanted to see them again if they didn't then they were gone so yeah. it's right. like i don't know why it's such a it's because we have social media now. that's the main thing That's the main thing. People have social media now, so they have to vocalize, I don't know him, and are so upset about it. Uh, (laughs) Also news coming out of the taping in Winnipeg, uh, AEW signed someone else but to a backstage role as a coach and producer. Sarah Stock, the former Sarita in Impact Wrestling, has joined All Elite Wrestling as a coach and producer. PW Insider reports that Stock uh, began with the company at, at... uh, Wednesday's Dynamite and Rampage taping in Winnipeg. Stock, who also worked as Dark Angel in CMLL and AAA, was with WWE as producer until she was released in September of 2020 as part of pandemic related. Uh, yes a cut so you, you know how that works ladies and gentlemen uh, but yes you also had some some rather bigger news with AEW as they're reportedly set for a new show possibly in a historic time slot as uh, AEW is reportedly set to announce its third in-ring TV show on Warner Brothers Discovery. A report from Matman's uh, Andrew Zarian notes that Warner Brothers Discovery is giving AEW a third weekly TV show is- believed that an announcement on the show would come as early as April and Zarian teased that the time slot will be Saturdays at 6.05pm Eastern Time but that was not confirmed. Of course this is the legendary time slot that WCW Saturday Night also had on TBS and there's no word on what the name would be even though AEW did file for the name AEW Collision in February for use for a pro wrestling show. My my question for you Jared Is it the right time for AEW to get a third weekly show based on, you know, the numbers across the board for their TV dynamite, not doing, you know, the greatest, not as high as the numbers they were doing previously due to competition on TV. And most of all, rampage has kind of become just the secondary show. It's a secondary show that doesn't have a lot of the top stars. Do you think AEW stretching yourself too thin getting a third show?
2: Yeah, I think so. And plus, you throw in two YouTube shows. Like at some point, it's just oversaturation. Um, now, if they can somehow find a way to make all of these shows mesh um, in terms of storylines taking place coherently on both and making like the big stars appear um, on all three, then sure, I'm sure you can figure out a way to make that work. But right now, it's obviously Dynamite is the the main show and whatnot. But you know, we were promised that Rampage would be kind of a continuation of that, that these, you know, th- that the show would matter. It really it's just for the mid card stories. Um, so it, I, I do think that oversaturation is definitely a thing when it comes to content. And that I don't know, it, I would like I would rather have seen like if AW's is going to get another show, dedicate one of them to just being a ring of honor show. I think that would be a lot more sense.
0: I. That's what I was thinking. That should have been it. It should have been just the Ring of Honor show because we'll talk about Ring of Honor later. It's been good. Three back to back weeks. It's one of my really uh, one of
2: one of Ring of Honor's matches. One of is my match of the week. It was fantastic.
0: Every, and it seems like every week we we're always talking I mean, about somebody Ring of Honor it. matches. Yeah, somebody has a Ring of Honor match in their match of the week. Chrissy yeah. Love. What do you think about AEW yeah. getting a third TV show? Um, I too soon we have to figure out the
1: the whole programming and what we're doing with the current shows we have now um I think that we're putting too much effort and time into something for another show when you should be trying to get like a streaming platform or something like we need to figure out like how we can like instead of like putting money towards another show let's see how we can like get our stuff where it's streamable and we can keep watching these things and keep going back and maybe have like the 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 documentaries and you know the behind the scenes stuff. Um, I think that their time on another show when you have two on YouTube as as well, like it's too much. It's so much production. I thought these people weren't the whole point was not to work so much. And it seems like you're gonna be working more. Like you're gonna just keep have tape shows. Like there's but so many tape shows you can watch.
0: It's true and and I think the only positive that I saw from the report of them getting a third show is that with the third show they would now do weekly uh Friday tapings which would mean that Rampage is live. And Rampage tends to tends to always feel better when it's live in comparison to when it's yeah. like, taped when it's, yeah. when it's taped yeah. it, so it feels miserable. Yeah, it's, people are tired, but it always feels very missable and doesn't have the same energy when it's when it's live. So that would be the only positive of this. But I totally agree with Jared. It should just be an ROA show because that, yeah, that product yeah. is already feeling different than AEW. It feels more vibrant than AEW Rampage already after three weeks. Very much but yes let's time to talk about some little WWE cuz also last night before uh rampage went live at 11:30 p.m. I don't know. those time changes as well don't hurt but as other uh, but on fox you had a WWE smackdown and once again the bloodline took center stage as Cody Rhodes opened up the show trying to mediate the reunion between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and failing Before Kevin Owens revealed that he just wanted to fight along uh, someone who actually wanted to be his friend, he let Sammy know what's the reason that was stopping him from reuniting with him. This led to Sammy stopping Kevin Owens from leaving the building and telling him that no matter what happens, where he is his brother and he loves Kevin, Kevin left the building seemingly. And later in the show, to close the show, we had a fantastic segment as Sammy's. Zane and Jay Uso went face to face with a confrontation and Jay saying that, uh, he's always protected his family. He was the only one that was against Sami Zayn, but he, when he finally let his guard down and accepted Sami Zayn as his, his brother, Sammy made him feel stupid and betrayed him. And he said that Sammy, uh, Sammy is nothing but a fake ass Uso for that. This led to Zane saying that he was a brother. He did love the family, but he wasn't going to take the the abuse from Roman Reigns like Jay always does but he says that Jay isn't mad at Sammy for hitting Roman with the chair Jay's mad at Sammy that he didn't do it himself this led Come to a God. huge ball. Yes, this led to a huge brawl between the two. Jimmy Uso got involved with the Usos jumping Sami Zayn until Kevin Owens made his return, beat down the Usos, and then finally it happened, Chrissy. It finally mm-hmm. happened. We got the fucking hug. Yes, the, crowd got the macho goes Man wild. and Miss hug. The crowd goes wild. What a, it was an incredible reaction to this hug after weeks and weeks of buildup. And then we had Cody Rhodes as Emilio Estevez in Mighty Ducks 3 <laughs> looking at the Mighty Ducks and saying, like, I did good. They did good. They made me proud. I'm a proud papa. Great stuff from the Bloodline segment. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Cody Rhodes. You also had Sheamus and Drew McIntyre's number one contenders match. Went to a no contest after Gunther and Imperium got involved. Because of that, this caused uh, Adam Pearce to make the IC title match, a triple threat at WrestleMania. So it will be Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 39. You got Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley. They finally did something with the feud a little too late doesn't feel like a main event but they finally did something folks uh they added some heat to their rivalry with a promo exchange that led into an intense pull-apart brawl between the two women ahead of wrestlemania speaking of the women wwe announced that there will be a wrestlemania showcase I don't know what that means, but yes, it will be a four-way women's tag team matchup, and uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez beat Tegan Knox and uh, Emma. First time they teamed together, Uh, but yes, Liv Morgan and Night Two or the pre-show, uh, Raquel and, Liv-, you know what? Oh, Raquel right, and yeah. Liv. I forgot all about the damn pre-shows. Damn, you're so right. Wow. Raquel okay, and Liv uh, qualified for an obvious filler match for WrestleMania 39, and then we yeah, have, have Rey Mysterio Telling dominic Mysterio that he wasn't around when he was a kid because he wanted to give him the life He never had and he said and he says once again that he refuses to fight his son This was an excellent promo segment where it really felt like ray was getting closer to the line But just won't cross it. So I I, I said yesterday on smack talk I will ask Chris Chrissy love if you agree. I think the key here. Is they gotta get Angie involved. They gotta get Mrs. Mm -hmm. Mysterio involved, and Dominic raises his hand to his mother, and that's gonna be the key to finally make Ray fight his damn son. Because I said I said it on SmackDown, I'll say it here. If my son grows up and he raises his hand to his mother, I'm gonna beat his ass. So that is the key.
1: (laughs) I mean, listen, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at that. I think that's probably the only thing because the sister it wouldn't make him fight. It would be more the mother. And the mother is probably like pleading with Dominic. Maybe is probably going to make or kidnap the mother. And then that's probably how they'll get it to go.
0: Okay. Okay. So we saw on NXT this week kidnapping and home invasions might not be the thing. you're to right. Do. Oh, you're right. You're <laughs> right.
1: Damn. Okay. Shit. I'm sorry. I forgot all about it. It was so bad. That's probably why I forgot. Oh, you. Okay. All right. Scratch that whole thing. You tried to
0: mentally erase it from your memory. I understand.
1: You're right. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Start. Sorry. Okay. Start all over. Let's start all over. This is why this is the writing rooms. You got to start off from scratch. (laughs)
0: <laughs> good stuff good stuff uh jared what did you think about the final uh, finally the reunion between kevin owens and sammy Zayn after weeks and weeks of build-up it, it took sammy telling kevin he loves him another man telling another man they love him because friendship <laughs> overcomes everything what did you think about the reunion between sammy and ko and smackdown
2: yeah, it was nice. I think everybody was just You're happy nice. to see it happening. Cody looking on like a proud dad, like that his son stopped fighting. Yeah, it was nice. It was really nice. Um, <laughs> hey,
1: damn, she did yeah. look like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, che- just cheers to cheers to dudes, huh? How about it? It was just nice. <laughs> um, and then when it comes to the Rhea stuff, like I'm always going to be a Rhea guy. I love Rhea, not just oh, well, in large part because she just embodies herself after Chris motionless, and that makes my heart happy. Um, but yeah, the, we got what, like three, four weeks to a mania and they're not, they haven't done anything with her and Charlotte. Two so now and it's event. kind of dumb. So Two weeks yeah. from
1: today. Two Exactly. Yeah. Weeks? exactly. Two, Two weeks, weeks. Yes. Two weeks from today. Weeks.
2: Well, all right. Um, yeah. They, they waited <laughs> a tad bit long to, to actually do something. Um, hopefully real wins. I think that's kind of the direction we're going. Um, and I will be very okay with that. But yeah, I... Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It, they waited far too long. There's not enough build for this. I know SP3 touched on it earlier, potentially being the, the night one main event. There's not enough. Especially after last night's show, I think everybody knows what should be the main event of night one. Um, and hopefully they. you know, well, cool, They
1: told us that they're doing night two.
0: Yeah. Well, no, he said Cody, he, Cody and Roman is doing night two, of course. Yeah, that's
1: what he said. Dad, we Dad already know who's doing night two. He said it. He said, it. He said well, April second. Yeah. Yeah. He keeps saying it, like yeah. So we are clearly know that. I mean, well, like, it. it should.
0: That's the biggest match.
2: Yeah, that's that makes sense. Um, now if they wanted to have like all of the bloodline stuff take place on one night and have Sammy and KO against the Usos open mm-hmm. night two, that's a fine consolation. But I, I think that. Oh, the open know, and close are, Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I can see it. So. That would be a fine consolation, especially if they want to have that entire story, you know, end in one night together. That's fine. I understand that. Um, But at the same time, you know, those four have earned a main event spot. So however they do it, it's going to be great regardless, but I would like to see them get a main event spot.
0: So I know, Chrissy, you've been critical of how long it's taken to get to the hug with Sammy and KO. What did you think about the segment and them finally reuniting? And do you think that there's been any lost steam or momentum for this story after, you know, the last month of it kind of dragging a bit before we get to this key moment here?
1: Um, the segment itself was uh, very uh like finally it happened like great thank it took us this long to get here when we knew Kevin Owens was the one that was just dragging his feet like you know you like him you know you love him like stop it like you're the one that's trying to play hard to get please stop um but no I don't think it's like gonna like uh take from the momentum that is I mean just it just took us long I think but I think that's just WWE they just take they try to drag it as long as possible but with this story, you kinda had to be critical because you kinda had us in limbo and we didn't know what really was going to happen. So with that ending, it, like Jazz said, it was it was cute. Uh, and then uh, proud Cody was in the back. I feel like he should have like kind of like did, like this, like, like
3: they did it, guys. Like,
1: yay, should have done the Cody the Cody face. Yeah, the, yep, 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 the Cody cry face. You know <laughs> it. You exactly, Eski. you know it. That's that's what was missing from that that from yesterday but um, like, yeah no uh can we just talk about how jay is like the main vocal point of this whole operation like he's the main factor of this whole thing like when he started in the pandemic when it was just him by himself doing the work and loud like, look at where he is now wow like my god like if it, it's it, him him and Sammy's segment was great like yo i and then Sammy playing mind games, like trying to make him like, no, you want to do that, like, no, I, I don't want to do that. That's my family. I'm not doing that. Like, yes, you do. You know, you don't. You know, you're a low key hater. And you want, you want the spotlight. Like, don't do that. That's
0: crazy. I love, I love. Uh, Jay was awesome. Jay was awesome. Yeah, Jay J- is of- the work. He J is the the. I- the re- I love his reaction to what Sammy said was just punching him in the face because he knew Sammy was right. He knew Sammy was right, that he wanted to be the one to to betray Roman. And the fact that Sammy kind of took his shine or kind of was the only one that had the balls to fight against Roman Reigns, like, that got to him. That's the reason why he was really mad and why he was conflicted for all those weeks. Uh, We got Nate. Milton, the good brother from NWA podcast, in the chat, he says, "Good morning, fam. You see our guy Cody Devonte Rhodes out here ending racism, giving <laughs> sermons, and repairing relationships. We don't deserve that man, Cody Devonte <laughs> Rhodes. He is the he is the modern day Martin Luther King. Martin Luther Cody Rhodes. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's did all I, about did I miss like
2: an in joke where Cody's middle name is Devonte?"
0: Yeah, the, that, oh, that's geez. his name. Ever since he ended racism, his middle that's name true. is Devonte no, okay. It's okay. been Devante. It's Devante. Gotcha. Cody Devante Rose. <laughs> uh, Will Chisholm says Cody stops racism, and now he got friends back together. What a hero! God bless you, Cody. Um, did anyone Civil see right the through?
1: the? Did anyone catch on to like you know Cody saying hey when I left this company you friend introduced me to some other people that you
0: know whatever helped yeah
1: me. yeah. I
0: was like, "What? Look at this!" I was like, "The foreshadowing. Like, look at, look at. I like, look at what. I like, I like the subtle, the subtle, the subtle way he breaks that up in promo. Yes, 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 yes. Me and my friends were told we couldn't sell out a ten thousand seat arena. You introduced me to some friends that helped me out. It's like everybody knows who you're talking about. You just, right you just just skiing under. He's like, it's like he's going through like a like a bank vault, and he's going Mm -hmm. through the red lines. Like that's what. Cody is doing with his promos. Yes. It's great stuff. I love it. And then it. Michael
2: Cole tunes in like he did at uh, Crown Jewel whenever he said Bullet Club and just starts talking about AEW for 10 minutes until Wade Barrett like pushes his off button. He's like, Jesus Christ, Cole, <laughs> calm down. Stop,
0: stop, <laughs> relax, relax. <laughs>
2: He's talking about the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Megan, how they started All Elite Wrestling at All In 2019. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Cole, calm down.
0: <laughs> and you know, if it was Pat McAfee, he'd be like, go in, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why they, they got way there to to control Cole a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we got some who says Women's Raw Rumble winners will always main eventing WrestleMania. That's, in fact, false. Asuka didn't. The first mm. ever Women's Raw Rumble winner did not. Charlotte Flair, when she won in 2020, she did not ronda rousey last year did not like the list goes on and on if you've had if you've had other women's royal rumble winners not main event you can't you can't reinvent the wheel now and just say oh no yeah always the women's royal rumble winner they're guaranteed the main event that's not the problem here if they had if ria had won and they had booked this feud like a main event then it's no question it's no problem but they have not they haven't even built it. They've only had three segments together, and we're going on three months since we knew this match was happening. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And it, this is not the same regime. This is not the same regime that did Sasha and, and Bianca. Sasha and Bianca's build up sucked and was more about Reggie than it was about the two women, the two first African American women that made a at WrestleMania. This one. Make Sasha and Bailey look like a decent feud though. Like it's it's just so careless and so you you we all should have expected better from this new regime. Triple H was supposed to be this great savior of women's wrestling, and he's done jack and shit to build up both women's title feuds. Yeah. It's just that. I agree. <laughs> I mean there's I nothing, nothing else to say. Yeah, it's just sad. It's just sad. That's all I. And that's all I say. Uh, we got Will Chisholm who says SP3 Cody cry face breaks me up every time. He sh- He really should have cried. Yes, it would. It would have been the nice little cherry on top. It Should have been the cherry on top right there. Uh, we got uh, Harbury even saying uh, World Rumble winners in general don't always main event. Sheamus and Dan da- and Daniel Bryan was the opener. Alberto Del, Del Rio versus Edge. Yeah, like. I can name I can name a dozen, in fact, a dozen Royal Rumble winners that did not main event WrestleMania, so they can't they can't use that as the excuse now. Uh, we also got MCAS. I don't think they. 40, oh, sorry. Oh no, go ahead.
1: I don't even think that they are even conscious of like, oh, let's make that a thing. Like they they're not even thinking about it. I don't even think it's like on their like their mind. It's not even in the radar to like, oh yeah, let's make the you know that person main event. No, they don't care.
0: Yeah, let's let's talk about that just a little bit here. As uh, there was reports this week in regards to what WWE is thinking or speculating in regards to the night one WrestleMania main event. There has been a lot of talk and special speculation about what will headline and what should headline WrestleMania thirty nine night one in Hollywood on April first. And Dave Meltzer provided an update in the new issue of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, writing, "It appears to be official at this point that the two WrestleMania." main events will be Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley on April 1st, which will also include Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul, and it will be Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes on April 2nd. We had reported we back that Reigns versus Rose was the night two main event and that Flair versus Ripley was favored to be the night one main event. When we had acts about the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn headlining night one since at the time Zayn was the company's hottest babyface character uh, we were told that there were political reasons in play to where Flair and Ripley uh, would most likely get that spot. It's not clear that the Usos matchup will be on night one but when the original idea Idea was to create a second world title with Rollins, uh, Drew McIntyre, and Cody Rhodes in play. This would have been Cody Rhodes if The Rock was facing Roman Reigns as the three people considered for it. That was going to be the night one main event, but it became the women's match when that idea fell by the wayside. Uh, at the at that point, the Usos title defense was scheduled for night one. Fightful Select provided a further update saying that the political reason at play is related to WWE Wanting to have a woman's match as the main event of night one of WrestleMania 39 Because there was no woman's main event last year at WrestleMania 38 due to Stone Cold coming back on night one Main eventing that show and Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar main eventing night two I, I think we kind of address the the issue here is that you No, know, I, I I've been saying the issue from the beginning is Rhea shouldn't have picked charlotte flair I think nobody would be complaining or saying anything about this if it was Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair, because that was the layup to end all fucking layups, Triple H, that you should have booked. You had two of the two women that you had saw that you were like, they were like your own babies in the performance center come up together. They were basically like a female rock and stone cold and you had it in your hands and you decided to shoot from the fucking half court line and say, no, let's do Charlotte and Rhea again because they didn't do it right three years ago. That's all the reason that this is going on is because Triple H always said, "Oh, Rhea should have beat Charlotte three years ago." So that's why I gotta do it now. Jarrett, what do you think about this whole situation with this uh night one main event and the political reasons being used as the main reason why Charlotte and Rhea Ripley seems to be the likely candidate for the WrestleMania main event? We should also note that Fightful Select said that it's not a guarantee that that's gonna be it, that they're still talking about it, but it seems like a lot of people are saying that Charlotte and Rhea should be the main event due to what happened last year.
2: Well, that was dumb. Um if you're going to make a women's match a main event, don't do it just because you feel like you have to. Give it a build and make it worth being in the main event spot, not just because, all right, well, we didn't do one last year. I guess we kind of have to this year. One, that's stupid for your card in the way that the card's set up, and two, it discredits the performers. So, like, if you know that you want to do it because you didn't last year, that's fine, but give it a build worth being in a main event spot. Um, and, yeah, doing really Charlotte. um I don't know, man. Like Rhea Bianca would have been better, and now it, f- it feels like Bianca's going to be Oscar too, which also bothers me because I want Oscar to to win, and I'm kind of tired of it's becoming Bianca I wins it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of tired of uh, of champion Bianca. I kind of want something different. Um, so yeah, it, Rhea yeah, Bianca would have been perfect. It would have been perfect to be able to, you know, one, end a really good Bianca Rain, That's fine. But give it to Rhea and then have Asuka Charlotte and have Asuka beat Charlotte because everybody would really enjoy that. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> it's very much reversed right now. Um, but, no, I'm sure the match is going to be good regardless because both of them are good. Um, especially if Rhea Ripley's played out by Motionless and White. That would be, Jared would like that. Um I think that's all I'm hoping for this match Is that Rhea gets played out by Motionless and White If that happens, like, in my own selfish brain I don't give a damn what else happens, that's fine I want to see Motionless and White at Wrestlemania
0: He's like, I'm I'm ready for this matchup now It don't matter what's happened
2: I don't care where it's out of the card If I see my, hopefully (laughs) Father of my children one day Chris Motionless playing out, Rhea Ripley I'm happy, I don't care
0: Chrissy, love. I know you are a proponent for you know more women opportunities, but you've also been very critical of the buildup to both women's matches. What do you think about the possibility of Charlotte and Rhea headlining night one?
1: The uh, the the worst thing you could do is put a match at the ending, and then everyone either one leaves or not not even giving their all and paying attention. It's going to be late, and you don't want to put those people in that predicament where. People are now at the end and it's like, okay, like now we got to, should I sit here or should I get to the parking lot? Like, which one is it? Like, it's, 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 a, it's that case where you build you, you haven't built it. So we don't really care. And it's like, okay, well you put that last. Okay. That's when I'm going to make my exit so I can get out even faster because the parking lot is going to be trash.
2: Well, since it's in Los Angeles, they'll probably, if it starts at like eight Eastern time, it will start at five Pacific. So, I mean, it won't be too terribly late for the people in Los oh, Angeles. Oh, yes. That's what so kind of, you right right. They should be fine.
1: Yeah. That's very right. uh, you're we, right. You're right. Well, they still have some time to like hang out and do things. Okay. Yeah, they still, Never mind. They still have still, an entire I, night ahead of
2: them, really. Yeah, yeah that's they, true. They uh, can go out and have some yeah, fun after. That. Exactly.
1: <laughs> they can, yeah, you're right. You I'm sorry, you you because it is uh, in the West Coast. It's just that I, I hate for it to be a match where it's now where people are not paying attention and people are at the bathroom, or people just really don't care about something where these girls are now working and now they have to work harder to keep the crowd like in tune like
2: yeah, sort of like, why the, uh, they, like was it like, what Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns where people started leaving in the middle of the match to beat traffic right I was yeah. there
0: I was, yeah. yeah, yes, I was there in Newark Yes, I was there in New when that happened. Mm-hmm. I got, I went for free, ladies and gentlemen, because yeah. I was gonna pay for that show. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, <laughs> we got Vala B. Who says one thing? Thh crew and chat do is that we always keep that same energy. Yes, I, I am not. I am not. I am not criticizing uh, Triple H for not the same things that I, I always criticize Tony Khan for. It's do better we expect better mm-hmm. and and i always what i always do like to do is judge these bookers on their other work not judge right. them in comparison to someone else cuz yeah. i think that triple h has been getting by on the fact that he's just better than than vince at this that's a very mm-hmm. fucking low bar ladies and gentlemen stop doing that you are handicapping him by judging him against someone who obviously did not want to do the job the past decade and a half. Like that old man, it was okay to compare Triple H to him in his first three months, in his first four months. We're going on nine freaking months of Triple H in charge. Let's base it on the 10 years that he booked NXT, and he did a lot better with the women's division then than he's doing right now. He's doing right, yeah, that's it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, we got Negro Buck who says uh, ne- uh, he says should have been Rhea versus Bianca. Man, I'm gonna get that on a shirt I'm, I'm I wish I, I. I wish I was still going to WrestleMania because I would wear that to WrestleMania. Should have been Rhea versus Bianca. That would have been my shirt.
1: You're
0: you not going anymore? No, no, no. I can I can Stuff didn't work out too well for me to go. So not this year, but maybe next year for Philly. Yeah. Uh, we got. Yeah. i B- I'm here.
2: absolutely going to Philly. That's too yeah. close for me to not go.
0: Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like that's no, that's no issue as far as like family. I can go there and then come back in the same night, so that's yeah. fine. Uh, Vavovi says, "LOL, Bianca can get, <laughs> get to uh, LOL Ceno wins levels pretty yeah. quickly if you don't catch it." Yeah, that's why this was the year to do Rhea beating Bianca for the championship. But yeah. based on how they booked Bianca versus Oscar, which is, I don't know how it's possible, but that is a worse build up than Rhea and Charlotte. That is a yeah, worse build-up than Rhea and Charlotte. It, I was about to say, watching Raw, to is,
1: yeah, oh, gosh. watching Raw was, was hard to watch their segment because it's really disappointing. like, We clearly know that these wasn't the right opponents for each person, and these girls are just trying to make lemons out of lemonade, and they're trying to do their best of what they can to make this build for this big night. And it's just flaw- it's very, very flat. It's flatlining fast. And I don't know how or what they—they're probably just gonna have to give us big, g- great matches because other than that, the build-up to it—it's—it's it's, it's it's horrible. And now, who's gonna win each one? Well, you know, that's another thing too.
0: That's a whole nother thing. Uh, Speaking of WrestleMania, a bunch of plans has been uh, reported on over the week. According to a new report from WrestleVotes, two four-way matches, as we talked about on SmackDown that had the qualifying, are set to be added to the WrestleMania 39 card this year. There will be one for women, one for men. While the women's match is unknown at this time, it's believed the men's match will include the Viking Raiders versus Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Street. Profits versus Alpha Academy as previously reported Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler have been planned to be involved in the WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match at Wrestlemania 39 next month however due to a change in plans the six woman tag between Damage Control and Trish Stratus, Lita and Becky Lynch the tag titles came into question although at one point it was still planned that the champions would just end up having two matches on the two night card. Wrestling Observers, they Meltzer has provided an update reporting that while the title match is now off the show Rousey is set to compete at WrestleMania and expected in a different matchup Which will probably be this WrestleMania showcase stuff, but man Like make it for something make these matches for something. They just feel like filler fucking matches It's the same as the old filler battle royals the Andre the Giants that they used to have But do that
2: if you're gonna do one like at least make some trophy up that yeah, it'll be forgotten after the night, but it'll at least be worth fighting for. Like now if the winners get like a tag title shot, cool, that's fine. But just to have it, that's dumb. That's dumb
0: yeah like they they didn't even spend like 30 seconds to explain what the wrestlemania showcase matches were on smackdown they just said, especially with like the women's
2: tag because you know it's just going to be a bunch of franken teams that you know people who have never worked together before It's like all right yeah you you're not doing anything Go team with her for you know a prize that doesn't exist why not that's, that's
0: dumb i i could see it being because says you got you got raquel and Liv now i can see ronda and Shayna in that then you got Carmella and Chelsea Green have been aligned over the last couple of weeks. I love Chelsea
2: Green, though. She kills me.
0: She She's great. She's, she's great. Funny. She's she's actually great. And uh, I would say probably Candice LeRae and Nikki Cross. Probably that.
2: Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I, I don't need to see Ronda Rousey in a professional wrestling ring again. I'm very much like an anti-Ronda Rousey wrestling, and it doesn't do anything for me. So that's where I'm at. With all of this, I'm just tired of seeing Ronda Rousey. I think.
0: Well, I mean, hopefully, or for for y'all, you know, Rousey will take some time off after WrestleMania 30, hopefully or a lot
2: Rousey. of time off, <laughs> a lot of time, maybe some permanent time. Go back to UFC. That you know, that's another thing that really bothers me, and I've said it before. How like when UFC fighters become not good at UFC, they just decide to go to pro wrestling. That just annoys me, you know
0: yeah yeah that's that's usually how it works i mean you can't if you can't do one thing you gotta get your check somehow
2: i mean i guess so but there's just been so many the uh maria shafir is another one right where she she just kind of came over and yeah I've, I've seen her matches they're not great
0: <laughs> no marina shafir no
2: no no there no. was one in aew oh what the hell was her name is it Paige van aunt? yes yes she <laughs> kicks ass i like her she was cool. What happened to Paige VanZant?
0: She I was good. Happened. Where's Paige VanZant? There you go. Paige Van Zandt, please come back. Please come back. Please come back. Um, <laughs> we got in the chat. Uh, Chris saying, "I I didn't like Ronda Rousey. I don't think a lot of people seem to." No, know.
2: I think that's a. I think that's a popular opinion. She's just. She's got major go away heat. At least with me.
0: Uh, so with, with with most it seems. Okay. Uh, but final <laughs> mm-hmm. news coming out of Smackdown before Smackdown this week earlier this week the big talk around wrestling was about Bray Wyatt uh, Bray Wyatt is reportedly off the road due to a physical issue Wyatt was not part of Sunday's WWE live event in Madison Square Garden and FIFO Select reports that sources within WWE who have worked with Wyatt are saying that he sidelined with the with the issue WWE creative was told that Wyatt was du- was. Out due to illness, and Wyatt had been scheduled for other live events and SmackDown tapings, but was pulled off due to the issues. Wyatt is currently feuding with Bobby Lashley, which seemed to be headed toward a WrestleMania match. Lashley has appeared on WWE TV to continue that feud, though Wyatt has not. The site notes that Wyatt and Uncle Howdy materials have been brought to SmackDown each week, but haven't been used for the last two episodes of SmackDown, and Wyatt was reportedly not planned for creative on those shows and is not scheduled for Raw. He was not. He was also not at a recent WWE live events or TV, nor was he on the internal rundown for the Madison Square Garden show. Lashley was also not scheduled for Monday's Raw as of one point this, uh, this past weekend, and there were rumors floating around online that Wyatt was having creative issues with WWE, though one source has denied such is the case. Dave Meltzer reported uh, details on the situation on Tuesday's edition of Wrestling Observer Radio. According to Meltzer, the perspective WrestleMania 39 match between Bobby Lashley and Bray Wyatt is still on, quote unquote, for the event, and Wyatt is reportedly expected to return very soon, quote unquote. Meltzer noted that he was told the issue with Wyatt was not a creative issue or anything like that, but it's just very strange. It's just very strange things going on with uh bray wyatt at the moment uh, a lot of people uncertain if he's even going to be on the wrestlemania card at this point miss chrissy love what do you think about uh wyatt being out with this uh reported illness and do you think he's going to have a match at wrestlemania 39 this year
1: um to be honest is it's, it's not looking very good that he will have one um i mean like if he's out now and then, like there's no build to like him being against, like, La- what kind of a match would it be? Like, what's happening? Like, what are we expecting to happen? Like, where's the mind games? Like, if he's ill, like, I don't expect anything to happen for Bobby Lashley. He's gonna have to sit this WrestleMania out.
0: I don't. I don't. I mean, we haven't got any progression of the Bray Wyatt Bobby no. Lashley. Like, they, for for a couple of weeks, like, they were just having. Ago. Yeah. They were having Lashley on the show to keep it going, but they're not even yeah. doing that anymore. Uh Jared, what have you thought about Wyatt's return since coming back in October? And what do you think about this whole situation now?
2: I Man, I've always been like a Bray Wyatt guy and always like enjoyed his creativity and whatnot. But at this point, like it's it's not good, is it? It's, it's not, good. not good. <laughs> um like I saw somebody, I think it was Ollie Davis, who said that Bray Wyatt's like too creative. <laughs> that made me laugh really hard. He's like, Yeah, he's probably like leaving like little Easter eggs that like the most eagle eyed of fans will go back in two years and find it be like, oh wait, that's what that was going towards. Like, yeah, but sometimes you need to make things a little bit more like just just get to the point. Um, and he's a fantastic talker and like I get his cre- in the ring stuff, man. I can't tell you the last Bray Wyatt match that was good. It's just. Yeah. Uh, it's not. What?
3: Damn. Like so you he can never just have the, like the a normal up.
2: match. It always has to be you know a, a black light, a pitch black match or whatever the hell that was called. Um, where they I didn't like both, it? No, they were when they were running around looking like big old like flesh or whatever. Like that wasn't good.
0: <laughs> You're um, the only person who sl- who liked it, Chrissy. Like, I know you oh. like it every week. <laughs> oh, wait, you genuinely liked it.
1: I had li- I loved it. I thought it was actually pretty funny and dope. Oh, I loved the so... lights. I loved all the aesthetics about it. And I was oh, high, so God. it was great. You know?
0: just, just, no, no, just, just say you were high. You should just let with that. With that, was, that I still high. like
1: it. I still I stand, you, I said have, what I said. I stand by it. You I don't Watch
0: this over? Have you ever watched this over?
1: Yeah, and I still have oh, the same okay. reactions. Oh, okay.
2: Like it the end, now the end like... part
1: where he jumps with. Where the other person jumps off the thing that I didn't that part I don't agree with. Once it's from the, oh, the yeah, where Bray Dallas
2: completely missed where he was supposed to hit, yeah,
1: yeah, right, right. <laughs> Everything else before that was great.
2: After he separated his shoulder, probably
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, for real, like, what are we doing? <laughs>
2: it's like it ha- always has to be with Bray, it always has to be okay, a pitch black match or a Firefly Funhouse match, or we'll do a hell in a cell match, but we're gonna make the entire arena red, like, just make him fucking wrestle. He's done it before, and it's fine. Like, Jesus. True. Or, or or at WrestleMania, we'll have the arena be red, and Alexa Bliss will come out of a giant fucking jack-in-the-box with black Ooh. shit spewing out of her face. Why not? Yeah, like, dude. Jess.
1: That sounds cool. And I was just, just saying, where the raffle. hell is Alexa Bliss? I said that yesterday as I was watching SmackDown. I'm like, did we lose her? Like, what 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 happened to her? No one
0: has survived this Wyatt vortex except. <sighs> for I was gonna LA say the,
2: the, every character in the Bray Wyatt cinematic universe is going through some very big changes right now. For yeah, poor, that's poor what everybody it seems
1: like poor everybody.
0: Uh, up. Great comment here by King of the North, who says Jeff Jarrett, Kenji Muda, Bray Wyatt, finessers of the year. (laughs) Yes. Bray Wyatt, man. When you really break it down and look at it from afar, this dude comes back to the great return at at Extreme Rules full of QR codes, white rabbits and stuff. This dude Mm -hmm. got the big check to come back. He got the big-ass check to come back. He talked his nonsense, made everybody believe that he was going to have this more nuanced character where he's battling himself then it turns into a feud with la Knight. this guy wrestles once for five minutes in a soda match in a laser tag and (laughs) now and now he's at home getting rested up and recovering from an element kevin nash is looking at this whole thing and he's like that guy's the goat Mm -hmm. that guy's the goat i I wish that could have worked that schedule
2: He's you gonna find a way the, oh to god. try to like have a match of like cult leader Bray Wyatt, Fiend Bray Wyatt, Husky Harris, and like a triple threat match and try to make that work.
0: <laughs> but
2: Uncle Howdy is special guest ref.
0: Absolutely. What? Uncle Howdy <laughs> has a special guest.
1: <laughs> King these ideas that can are be like, high said,
0: enjoy that.
1: Right. I was say these ideas are what what? When you're high? Oh my god. It's great stuff, guys. I can't wait to see what we get for wrestlemania
0: <laughs> yeah this is this is the thing i don't like is that people can deep dive into why bray wyatt lore and find the qr codes and everything but can't watch a vikingo video package this is yes this is a sad world that we're living in ladies and gentlemen sad world because it's the same people it's literally the same people that be like who Uh, where's the story (laughs) and then they're they're into this Wyatt lore stuff it's great that
2: is dumb I always hate when people do like the whole oh who but like like what would you rather have happen like somebody cool like vikingo or like oh my goodness madcap moss like shut the fuck up (laughs) Uh,
0: like boobs have a seat seat. (laughs) um (laughs) boobs. boobs Over on Monday Night Raw this week, they did 1.705 million viewers. The show featured Solo Sokoa beating Kevin Owens in a street fight main event. Thanks to the Usos after KO asked for Cody Rhodes to not get involved. Speaking of Cody Rhodes, he defeated LA Knight uh, earlier in the show. Post-match, Rhodes cut a spirited promo, won in Roman Reigns to acknowledge him ahead of WrestleMania. Later in the show, uh, Paul Heyman announced that Roman will appear on next week's edition of Monday Night Raw. You also had Edge challenge Finn Balor to a Hell in a Cell match at Mm. WrestleMania 39, which he accepted. And then the Judgment Day beat Dexter Loomis and Johnny Gargano in tag team action. I heard that noise, Jared. You you didn't didn't sound pleased of Edge challenging Finn Balor to Hell in a Cell.
2: How long have we been doing this feud? It's not even a few. I mean, it's, it's Edge wins at the pay-per-view. Finn has to eat a pin or Damien Priest eats a pin. For some yep. reason, Edge comes out and is like, oh, we're not done yet. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, do something else. There's there's a whole other roster for you to work with, dude. Come on now. Like He I, keeps
1: saying and time is not up, but you, you're with the same person. Like come, And like, apparently I we
2: think... have to have like the now annual mixed tag match where Edge and Beth Phoenix team up as if anybody gives a shit about that happening. Like it's so fucking dumb and played out. And, <laughs> okay, I like Edge. I like Edge a lot. This is stupid. And if Finn doesn't win at WrestleMania, I'm gonna be pissed.
0: Yes, same. Yeah, I mean I yeah, agree. Yeah. I mean it's even sadder when you think <clears throat> about that. Rhea Ripley, since winning the Royal Rumble, she's only had two matches. Two- None That's of them have been on Monday Night Raw. Her her actual brand. She had she's had three matches now because she had the match last night, the mixed tag last night, yeah, uh, beating uh Zelina Vega and Santos Escobar on SmackDown. She had a match with Liv Morgan also on SmackDown, and then the mm-hmm. other match was her and Finn Balor losing to the the uh the new up and coming talent in, yep. Edge and Beth Phoenix,
2: <laughs> the plucky upcomers known as Edge and Beth Phoenix. <laughs>
0: What is going on? What is going uh, so on? Dumb.
2: So dumb. So oh, dumb.
0: What
2: are we doing? Yep. <laughs> get it together. Now, like uh, I said I love it. Just don't get me wrong. It's just give him something else to do that isn't this, and give Finn Balor something else to do that isn't this because he's so much better than this stupidity. So is Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley for that matter.
0: This, is, this has been going way too long. This, way This is already hit the expiration uh, date already. Uh, we all got in the chat, yes, King of the North. He says, LA Knight taking two losses in the same week, SP3 in hell. Yes, my boy, man. What are they doing to him? He's good, he's,
2: man. I, he's, he's, he's really good. He fits that role so well. And, like, he's getting mm. genuine reactions where people are happy to see him. Good for him.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Come on, give some love to to LA Knight. Speaking of which, uh, a report. I guess has...
1: his, his thing with um Raymond Xavier last night was great too.
2: I want oh, yeah. somebody to call him Eli Drake. I feel like that would be <laughs> really funny.
0: It should have been Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods should have been the person to do that in that promo.
2: <laughs> he calls him Eli Drake, and then LA Knight calls him Consequences. Consequences Creed. Creed, Creed and go yes. back and forth with all of their their TNA stuff. That would kill me.
0: So there was a report earlier this week talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin uh being pitched matches for WrestleMania 39. As previously reported, WWE had previously pitched matches to Austin for WrestleMania, including Brock Lesnar last summer and a possible fight with Roman Reigns. Austin had turned down the Lesnar match due to money, while he reportedly didn't get back to WWE about the matchup with Roman Reigns. According to Fightful Select, WWE sources believe that he is open to the possibility of a match for the right situation and the right money because he's a worker and it was noted that WWE <laughs> has made additional pitches to appear on the show for Austin though not necessarily for marquee matches uh, the site confirms that LA Knight has been pitched yeah. though no one has been yeah what yeah <laughs> won, <laughs> <exactly>. what <laughs> uh, to verify that the match is oh, happening yeah, gonna be so good a report by Sports Illustrated has some additional details on the scrapped Lesnar versus Austin matchup and some other plans for Lesnar at WrestleMania 39 that fell through. According to Sports Illustrated, the initial plan for Lesnar at WrestleMania was a matchup with Bobby Lashley. However, that matchup was then moved to Elimination Chamber 2023 to leave a slot open for Austin versus Lesnar at WrestleMania 39. That plan was then scrapped since Austin couldn't come to terms with wwe on the matchup a mm-hmm. matchup between lesnar and bray wyatt was then reportedly discussed before being genocided by lesnar himself mm-hmm. while gunther who was another option for lesnar sports illustrators report notes that uh there is an internal belief that within wwe that gunther needs another year of further establishing and cementing himself before he can face a star of lesnar's caliber after the, wow. other, the other plans fell through or were scrapped, Brock Lesnar was matched up against Omos for WrestleMania 39. I, 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 that last part I about think, the Gunther, yeah. saving Gunther for a year, pretty much tells me that Omos is just here to lose to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 33. I don't know about ya, yeah. but that's what that says yeah. to me. That's fine.
1: I I didn't even need that, (laughs) but I I didn't even need to hear that. I we already knew that was going to happen. Like Brock doesn't like he'll lose to certain people, but it's kind of thing where.
2: No, if they're gonna do that, I want I want a big guy gauntlet for Brock. Like have Amos and then have like Kali and have just a bunch of just tall dudes come out and Brock just eats them. That would be fine. If you're gonna do anything, just make it stupid and fun might as well cowboy brock is cowboy brock that's what cowboy brock is it's just stupid fun and he's gonna eat people head first
0: that's why i kind of wanted to see cowboy brock react to the bray wyatt nonsense i was kind of here yeah Yeah, yeah. i was kind of here for it i was kind of here for that in comparison to my zero interest in brock versus Omos.
2: yeah it's not gonna be good
0: i have zero interest in that whatsoever uh, we also got King of the North who says, Brock saw a big black guy, backsta- black black man backstage and said, I'm beating all the others, give me him.
1: Wow. Jesus. He no. was, like, was like,
0: I'll take the tall one this time. I already ended all the other ones' yeah. title reigns.
1: If I, if I put this on my face right now, the emoji up like this. Ugh. That's crazy King of It took me a minute to get now. that joke
2: but then I remembered uh yeah, Kofi Kobe, and Biggie, Biggie,
0: Bobby Lashley. He ended oh, yeah, all, Bobby. Three all, like- there. all three of their WWE title reigns.
2: Yeah, okay. <laughs> all right, I get the joke now. That was pretty good. Trying to
0: make it 4 for 4, ladies and gentlemen. 4 for 4. Big Stages beating up black people. Uh Black yep. History Month. Keep can keep going. Uh <laughs> Oh, but what do you guys think? I think I think I can see Austin coming back as like a surprise. Like they have a segment with yeah. him, an LA Night. Like LA Night, the whole thing has been, you know, you can't have a LA WrestleMania without LA Night. Wow. I can see him trying to hijack, and then Austin comes out, and they have like a confrontation with each other. That's fine. Austin
2: and the Rock. That's what, that, that was the big swerve we're waiting on. It's not that the Rock's going to face Roman; it's that he's going to face Stone Cold again.
3: Boom! Wow,
0: you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here. Okay, first.
1: <laughs> talk about expectations
0: now. <laughs> Great expectations, ladies and gentlemen. Right there, uh, we got Chris. Uh, Chris saying, "Congratulations to Omas getting married this year." Yeah, I saw that announcement. Um, yeah, congratulations! I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. For him. Oh yeah,
2: this take- woman. Good. King of the
0: North also bringing up, he ended the Rock's title reign as well, so he's he's going for five for five. He's going for a five That's for five, a five. five, ladies and I gentlemen. Could, gee,
2: I forgot about WWE champion in the 2010s, The Rock. That was that was a thing, <laughs> is not it? The,
0: this was this was actually during Brock's first run when he beat him in uh, 2002. So yeah. The, oh, even, good even lord! Yes, even further back, even further Jesus. back than that. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I think Frantic World action and uh, Brock beat Bobby Hobin how many times? Well, he beat him in the Elimination Chamber that Bobby just kind of got like got escorted out of, yeah. and then he beat him at uh, Crown Jewel, and then he kicked him in the balls to end their feud. Yes, that was the end of the feud. <laughs> he kicked him in the balls. He's like, the winner has to face Bray Wyatt. I'm gonna kick you in the balls. Yes, the Fuck up out of here. <laughs> well oh God, that. that is so funny. Fuck that. It's like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, ESPN reported this week that the great Muda is set to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame as part of the class of 2023. The announcement was made by Ric Flair on Wednesday's episode of The Bump. Muda has never uh, appeared for WWE, but he has wrestled for WCW, which is now currently owned by WWE. And he also regularly competed for NJPW, Pro Wrestling, Noah, and more. Congratulations to the great Muda for that honor. Mm -hmm. Also in news, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, reports is that that there are rumors first reported by Worked Wrestling of a match for Trish Stratus at this year's SummerSlam. Uh, The rumor is that Stratus will turn heel at some point, maybe even at Wrestlemania 39, and face Becky Lynch at this year's SummerSlam. It was noted that there were rumors of a heel turn for Trish before she came back to TV, but the only thing confirmed by a source is is that there are going to be twists and turns coming for the the story? Are you here for Trish Stratus turning heel and facing Becky Lynch at SummerSlam this year, Miss Chrissy Love?
1: I mean, I would prefer Bailey, but okay, whatever. Um, sure. I mean,
0: yeah,
2: I, mean, yeah okay. I feel the same way. I think I'm kind of worn out by Becky Lynch too. Is
0: that <laughs> I, weird? You know, I, I okay. I've been saying this. I've okay. been saying this. No, he,
1: he has been. He has been. I I personally don't want to see Becky and and and, and uh, Trish. Give me Bailey. The whole... because they really don't have a story. Like, what's the? Why are we doing this?
0: And I always I always feel like with these legends, it's always a tough sell trying to turn them heel. Yeah, like,
3: like you sort of you know what happened with Edge, Trish?
0: Like Edge went through the same thing, and he's 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 like. Ten percent as likable as Trish. Trish is like hundred and ten percent satisfaction and hundred percent likable in comparison to yeah. Edge. And Edge had the hardest time trying to get booed. Remember when he had to cut all those promos about you people, you smell yeah, and you're not, you're not good, you're horrible. We're the Judgment Day. We're supposed to be spooky, but we're cutting you people promos. uh it was horrible. Don't don't do that to Trish, please
2: don't. Yeah, no, it, no one's gonna want to boo Trish. I don't think anybody like, is what? gonna boo Trish to be honest. Like but they can, like, they can is, push to be cool as she wants.
1: Right? Yeah. What is the point of us making her heal? Because when she comes back in like ten months or whatever, a year or two, they're gonna cheer her. They're not gonna boo her. they are gonna forget about her for her doing whatever
0: she did. I agree. I don't, I don't know. It's if we're gonna song. do it,
2: if we're gonna do it, do Bailey because yeah.
0: I don't know I'm wa- I'm way
2: more point. into Bailey than I am Becky Lynch right now
1: but you can build up more around bailey and and they've had like confrontations back to back where they can easily have an easy match like okay then fight me then come on like do that like certain things like that like okay like you could do this tag match i mean the the the, uh three on three match or whatever and then yeah SummerSlam do like bailey like
0: trish should stay face I totally agree there, but we'll see how this all transpires as we go on the road to WrestleMania and then afterwards as well. As previously reported, there was a stir online uh, last week when news surfaced that WWE executive chairman of the board, Vince McMahon, was backstage at Monday Night Raw. It was his first time backstage at a WWE event since retiring from the company in July 2022. And Sports Illustrated had a new report with more details on McMahon's backstage appearance. According to Sports Illustrated, multiple people who were backstage at the Mark 6 show in Boston said that. McMahon purposely stayed out of the way during the event. While McMahon's presence was notable, he reportedly made a point of making sure people noticed that he wasn't trying to get involved actively with the show. Sportsillustrated.com also notes that McMahon was visibly front and center throughout the show, sitting front and center between Bruce Prichard and Triple H in the gorilla position, and it was first reported that McMahon was staying in the gorilla position all night and wasn't seen giving out orders by Dave Meltzer on Wrestling Observer Radio. The Sportsillustrated.com report adds that McMahon did not wear a headset and he spent most of the night on his cell phone when wrestlers would go over to Triple H for feedback regarding a segment it was said that McMahon would hardly even register the conversation and or raise his head not offering any input of his own so it appears he did keep his appearance low key. The report also states that McMahon was not backstage at Raw in Providence, Rhode Island this week and Sports Illustrated's Justin Barrasso speculated that McMahon's appearance backstage could be a strategy by McMahon, seeing his recent move as a chess, uh, his recent return as a chess move, and more than just a backstage visit to John Cena, which was the story going around backstage during the show. Barrasso says that McMahon definitely had a motive for the appearance, which he thinks is a long term plan on McMahon's part. He also expects McMahon to be backstage again at the WWE Raw before WrestleMania 39. Uh, Jared, we haven't seen you in quite some time. What have you thought about all? This mess with Vince McMahon returning to the company in January, and of course his uh, backstage appearance at RAW last week.
2: Yeah, CM Punk was right. (laughs) Remember that when he was asked about uh, that at a press conference, and he's like, "Yeah, just because he's you know he says he's gone a lot now, his fingerprints will still be on it." Would you look at you know what? That's what I'm noticing more and more as time goes on. Is yeah, Phil Brooks might be kind of a pain in the ass sometimes, but more often than not, he's right, and that's what I'm noticing. Um, No, not.
1: Nine um, out of ten chances, yes he is. Yeah. He doesn't you know, want to, he doesn't want to be right, but you know, unfortunately he really is. He if, might be a lot of things, actually, but one thing he's not gonna do is really lie. Yeah.
2: And if and if Vince is just there, like I don't believe that he's just there to say hi to John Cena. Like <laughs> you can you can do that in several different ways, several different places, but now if people are saying that he was actually, you know, not being hands on or whatnot, that's good for for now. Until so he gets that, you know, it's Vince McMahon. Eventually, if he's still, if he continues to be backstage at different events and whatnot, eventually he's gonna. I I don't believe for a second
0: that he's not gonna be hands on. So,
2: for now, we'll see. I'm just keep him away. Keep him away. <laughs>
0: People are actually enjoying WWE right now. This is, like, the worst thing. that is weird. Yeah, it's
2: weird. it's weird to say out loud, isn't it? It, it is. A long stretch.
0: It was a very long stretch. CF uh, saying he does lie. Let's not. Yes, yes. Vince always lies. Vince gets what he wants, and he lies. Those are two things that are, like, death and taxes. It's always well, going that's what I meant. Like, way. we're
1: talking about Vince McMahon lying, not the other guy. Like, we're talking, that's what we were saying.
0: Yeah. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Vincent's a born liar. That's how he got ahead in life. Uh, WWE NXT this week they did five hundred ninety thousand viewers. Oh the God. show featured Jesus. a home invasion, ladies and gentlemen, as Grayson Waller we attempted to, up, we to go to, okay. to Johnny Gargano's house, to leading to a brawl between the two men in Johnny Wrestling's front yard, as his damn wife. Candice Lorraine oh,
3: so oh and God. his son oh my God. Quill,
0: his son Quill, who's one years old, and up at nine p.m. in the evening, ladies and gentlemen, as a, as someone who has three three year olds that I put to bed by seven p.m. The reason that this kid was crying is because he got woken up out of his damn sleep for this segment. You and said three three year olds. Wait, what? I mean, I have two three year olds. I'm sorry. Two. I, I get. I'm about to say wait, like What it happened? It feels like oh. three sometimes. Wait, like, um, wait, what? <laughs> but they made that child watch his dad get his ass beat as Grayson Waller got the upper hand on Johnny Gargano.
1: Listen. When Quill gets older, he's not going to be like Dominic and like, "Lo, you didn't, you didn't bring me with you, you didn't take me." He's clearly there.
3: <sighs>
0: Doctor announced that uh, tests on Roxanne Perez after her storyline collapsed. Oh my last God! Week were un- oh incon- my God. inconclusive. So Shawn Michaels announced that a new NXT Women's <laughs> Champion would be crowned at NXT Stand and Deliver. Zoe Stark defeated Sol Ruka while Gigi Dolan beat Kiana James to qualify mm-hmm. for the NXT. Women's Championship ladder match You also had Gallus beat Pretty Deadly in a good matchup to retain The NXT Tag Team Championships And Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes Had their contract signing for their NXT Championship match as Standing Deliver, ending with the two men Putting the host of the show pretty Deadly through a table I thought this segment was fine but Man oh man Everything was else? this a shit Episode of NXT I will never get back I mean, so did they just, like, yeah.
2: give up on Johnny Gargano already on the main roster and send him back to NXT? Is that it, is that what I missed? Like
0: it. it feels like it. It feels dumb. like it. Dumb, yes. This whole show was a bunch of dumb shit. And yes, and yes King of the North, I am recruiting three-year-olds. Uh, if, you, if you can uh, help my daughter relax a little bit, you'll, you'll be my number one draft pick. And he also says, HPK, a war criminal. <laughs> yes. For, for making me watch that episode and I had to review it this week, ladies and gentlemen. I had to review oh. NXT. Oh Frantic Wells says NXT is a joke. Oh my God. I thought 2.0 was over. What happened? What happened? Yeah, no, I, it was no, it's, I feel
1: like you know what it is with, with NXT too, is it's just like it's like background noise. You know how you like cleaning the house, you have like music playing, the TV's running. That's what NXT is. It's just on, it's just there. And no one's really like watching or paying attention is just on and it's it's not a good thing it's really it's really a joke and i sat there and i'm like i i really and i didn't have anything to do i really like sat and like watched and i'm like what is this show what has it come to it has fallen off the rails so badly they they we were texting w and w the-
2: Can AEW and WWE do, like, a trade where, like, AEW gives WWE, like, Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, Satinam Singh, and then AEW in return gets Johnny Gargano? I feel like that would be. And
0: and give him Carmelo Hayes as well. Give him Carmelo Hayes as well. So he doesn't have to go to the main roster. And I I, I fear what they would do to him on the main
1: Mm. roster. Oh, my God.
0: Oh my god. Uh King of the North saying it best saying the backstage segments, uh, especially on NXT, are dying days WCW bad. Yes. Yes. That, 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 that yes. Not home invasion it was WCW. Dying days finest. Bad. Yep. Uh, As previously reported, Roxanne (laughs) Perez collapsed following a title match on NXT's uh, Roadblock special last week before being stretchered out. Since then, WWE began the process of crowning a new NXT Women's Champion at Stand and Deliver. Whether or not it is a storyline injury seems up for debate now. Fightful Select reports that there is no injury and Perez is fine. However, Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Radio had a more vague response. He noted that a source said that while hopefully nothing is wrong, there might be a legitimate injury. He said that WWE is to be vague about it until they are completely sure what's going on. I I I don't know what's going on anymore. If Even if she's hurt, she has 30 days to defend the title. Why do we need to crown a new champion? I don't understand any of this.
1: Why does AJP look like a
0: JBL? I mean, cowboy hat, getting old, same thing. They're both from Texas, so same difference. I'm Uh, a big fan of
2: Sean a suit with the cowboy hat still. That made me laugh.
0: This is true. At least he's keeping it consistent. Consistency, we give thumbs up for it. Really? Oh, come on, guys. NJPW New Japan Cup second round in quarterfinals was this week, week two of the New Japan Cup, and they had a lot of action uh, throughout the last couple of days. You had, in one of the worst matches I saw, Evil beat Jeff Cobb thanks to the House of Torture, while Will Ospreay defeated Mark Davis in an awesome bout, but Ospreay was injured. He had an injured shoulder in the process and had to relinquish his spot in the tournament to Mark oh, Davis Fellow United Empire meet. Yes. Uh, hopefully, it's not that an was injury my that long. Yes. Told, sorry. Uh, Dave. David Finley defeated uh, Great Okan while Shoto Amino pulled off an upset over the NJPW World Television Champion Zack Sabre Jr. in a great main event. This was my favorite matchup of the week when it comes to the New Japan Cup. Mark Davis back in the tournament pulled off an upset in the quarterfinals by beating Evil thanks to help from United Empire counteracting House of Torture while Sonata picked up an Argon an upset win over his LIJ leader, Tensuyo Naito, but then, but then, in a more shocking news, Sanada then announced that he was leaving Los Inganables de Japón and joining Taishi, Yoshinabu, Kanamaru, Doki, and Takamishinoku Noku in just four guys to make them Just five guys. Yes, they're going to get a burger deal. They're going to get the burger deal. Ladies and gentlemen, we're booking it right now. Just five guys. Burger deal. Get it to them. Come on. on. then earlier today you had David Finley defeated Shoto Amino uh, in the quarterfinals while Tamatanga beat Hiroki Goto in the main event to advance in the semifinals uh, so now we got our final four tomorrow is the semifinals you got Sonata versus Mark Davis you got Tamatanga versus David Finley and the finals is on Tuesday so we'll just do rapid fire predictions right now for the semifinals Chrissy Love, Sonata versus Mark Davis. Who you got? Sonata. I agree with you. Sonata. Jarrett, Sonata or Mark Davis?
2: I don't know, but I'll go Mark Davis.
0: There you go. Be different. Absolutely. Uh, And then you got Tama Tonga versus David Finley. David Finley this week is claiming that he's now the leader of the Bullet Club versus one of the Bullet Club originals, Tama Tonga. Who you got, Tama Tonga or David Finley, Jarrett?
2: Um, I like David Finley. I genuinely know who David Finley is, and that makes me feel pretty good about my knowledge of New Japan Pro Wrestling. I also know who Tanaka <laughs> is, so I'm 2 for 2 when it comes to oh, this match. let's go! Um, so, uh, David Finley's a badass. Um, apparently, these Finleys really love to fight, so I will take
0: Finley. <laughs> I agree with you. David Finley is literally the thing. This the thread keeping my bracket alive because I pretty much am all out. I, my my finals prediction is out of the running because Tensui Nito lost. So David Finley is the last thread that I this had. Is one, this I is, had. is the only
2: March Madness that SP three cares about.
0: <laughs> yes, it <laughs> is. I, I had him in the finals. Yes, it is. So yep. David Finley beats Tamatanga. Who you got? Tamatanga. David Finley. Chrissy Love.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go Finley. Um... Uh, just because Tonga, uh, he, he's been winning, but I feel like Finley would be
0: the one that, like, really legit needs to win. So finals, so you, we both got Sonata versus David Finley. I'm going with David Finley to win the whole thing because that was my prediction at the beginning. Who you got, Chrissy Love, Sonata or David Finley?
1: Ugh. Um, I'll go Finley because he beat Will Ospreay.
0: This is true. He did that last year. I'm. I, I said Finley. Uh, who you got? Finley or Mark Davis, Jarrett?
2: No, uh, David Finley. Let's let's just go with the guy that I really know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know too much about Mark Davis. You said Mark Davis is part of Aussie Open.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
2: you called out Aussie. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I do. I don't know why I had a complete blank on Aussie Open. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just heard the, I think I just know them as a tag team when they're together yeah. with their individual names.
0: Hey, they've been showing out in their singles. Have, so. Yeah, uh,
2: by the uh, way, no disrespect to Aussie Open. I'm just, I'm stupid. So apologies. <laughs> to- I, when I see them in the ring together, I know that, yes, that's Aussie Open. I couldn't tell you their names
0: individually.
2: Here's the other one. What's his name?
0: Uh, Kyle Fletcher.
2: I knew uh, Kyle. Fle- okay. Okay. Dang. Now it's coming together. So hey, if, we'll have you, some representation you shaved, of. You
0: could be Kyle Fletcher next time you're on the show if you shave.
2: Let me look up a picture of Kyle Fletcher.
0: I think I think you could pull it off. That's not a. I feel
2: like (laughs) such a dick now. I just shat on Aussie Open inadvertently. God damn it.
0: Uh, King of the North saying, uh, SB3, have you seen Evil versus Mark Davis Yeah, yeah, I saw that yesterday. That was a really good matchup. He says, I think it was one of my favorite matches of the year. Wow. Uh, It was very much like an Attitude Era. If you remember, like, the McMahon versus, McMahon-Helmsley regime versus Swarthmore. Where everybody used to come out and interfere. That's what that match felt like to me. I liked it. It was fun. Uh, Negro Buck saying Mark Davis cooking, crowns up. He's all for Mark Davis. I'm so
2: sorry, Mark Davis. I completely just shot a blank on who you were. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, uh, by the way, I did. Oh, uh, yeah. Kyle Fletcher, I'm not shaving my face, though. I don't look good. My chin should never see the light of day. But I don't have a good chin.
0: He's like, I don't have a good shit. I don't.
2: I don't. I could go out the hair. Don't get me wrong. The hair the is no problem. But yeah, no. Yeah. The last time I had a completely shaved face. It was like my sophomore year of college and I didn't like it. Um, so we're not going to do that again.
0: No, no, no. Um <laughs> uh Wrestling Observer Newsletter had some uh, news about New Japan in particularly the man that we've been talking about for a few months now Switchblade J White after his deal with NJPW expired last month He's said to be in talks with both WWE and AEW although he has not signed with either company at this time it is said to be 50-50 on where he ends up going uh if you had your choice of- where you want to see jay wyatt the are you going to say wwe or aew jared
2: um right now i mean i wouldn't mind seeing him in wwe if they can do something where like when aj styles gets healthy if they do like a little like a very mm-hmm. obvious mm-hmm. bullet club oh no they can say bullet club now michael Cole proved that so they can talk about bullet club with you know jay wyatt <laughs> michael and it's uh so true. AJ Finn Balor, the Good Brothers. I could do a whole little Civil War thing of the WWE chapter of Bullet Club alumni. I'd be okay with that.
0: Okay. I mean, oh, that was switch, so good. Way teams up with Carl Anderson, Doc Gallows, and AJ, and they jump Cody for trying to take over Bullet Club. Yeah. Okay, yeah. No,
2: you told me. Let's do that. Yeah, absolutely. Remember, I Let's
0: thought at do- this stupid Bruh.
2: club. <laughs> If somehow they're allowed to like wear like Bullet Club merch in WWE and they just start like a WWE chapter of Bullet Club, do it absolutely, they, do it.
0: Which way he said there there is a WWE chapter of Bullet Club, so there is. There should be the guy to go. Yeah, right? Let's they should do
2: that.
3: Go. Come on. That's let's what go. I think. I want
2: to see that. Like, and it's not that I wouldn't. He wouldn't do well in AEW. I'm sure he would. It's just there's they're they're oversaturated is right Murphy, now. Like it's, yeah.
3: It's, it's like completely flip
2: flopped from what it was in 2019, where WWE had way too much talent that they didn't use. Now it's AEW has that same problem. He, sh- I would rather him go to a- to WWE.
1: I now i ha- i I've been telling this to SP for the longest. He he he. If he goes to the WWE, he has to put it in his contract. If you don't put this in your contract, you are going to be lost in the sauce, friend. Like I feel like you're going to be like mid Carter instead of like a main event guy. Like I feel, I don't know. You just have yeah. to like put it in. Right don't like want to see him on
0: NXT, that's for sure. No. And,
1: oh, definitely no. don't want No, He's going straight. He has to go straight to us raw, not SmackDown. Um, I mean, but you could visit that visit over there. Great. Cause you know, they're going to do the back and forth thing. They do the back and forth, whatever. Um, but yeah, you have to put this thing right in front if you if you watch us or somebody that knows him, tell him to put it in the, in the contract because we don't want we don't want him get lost we don't want it lost it, it's themselves. all
0: it, it's all up to him right now if he wants to yeah. sign or not just make yeah. sure you don't have to go to NXe um yeah. <laughs> Japan Pro wrestling also has announced the dates for this year's uh, best of super Juniors tournament, which will run from May 12th to the 28th. There will be twelve shows over sixteen days so it's gonna be a lot of lot of action over a two-week period with the best of the super juniors calling for chris bay and the best of super juniors this year uh we got my my interview with chris bay that's going to be dropping next week right here on the true hill heat youtube channel Mm -hmm. and then finally with new japan news the wrestling observer newsletter reports that at this time mercedes monet has no more dates on her deal with bushi road after april her last scheduled appearance for Bushi Road is going to be at Stardom's All-Star Grand Queendom on April 23rd. If she is still the IWGP Women's Champion by that date and no other dates are scheduled, she will likely lose the belt at that show. If she wins, it likely means she signed a longer deal. Chrissy Love, would you like to see the mercedes uh, basically excursion in Japan continue past April?
1: yeah um i I'm here for it I, again the whole point of her being away is to explore and be in other wrestling companies to do what she loves to do um so yeah I wouldn't be mad of her at her if she extended it
0: i'm i I'm here for her in uh, with the iwgp woman's title i mean she already rocked the red carpet at the mandalorian premiere let's let's give her more more matches to do she's supposed to be yes. Yes, Mandalorian. It's good stuff, man. You should watch. I know you don't watch uh, uh, popular I, shows. I know. Yeah, see? see like you, know, it, you know where I was going.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Me and Joel so, Pearl had a whole conversation about that last night on the podcast. It was great.
0: <laughs> this guy with his anti-popular shows. You don't watch I, You either? Come on. You got to watch You. I watched movie. the
2: first two seasons of You. Um, I, I liked it a lot. I just haven't gone back to, to watch the rest. I heard that the new one was really good, so I might actually tune into that. There's a select few that I'm into.
0: Part two was... i'm just also not
2: a star wars person so i don't
0: care you know Ah, that's fair Mm. fair.
2: but i love mark hamill because he's the joker that's that's my mark hamill love not not necessarily for luke skywalker
0: (laughs) i love that that's hilarious yeah all right new york bucks and really hope mercedes signs a new deal i still want Mm -hmm. her uh, to take on julia i need her to be at forbidden door please give me that
2: yeah that's as long as she's there and i get like if uh, Mercedes against Jamie Hayter would would sell the pay per view to me regardless. Like if that's the only match on it, I would still I'd pay whatever it costs.
0: I'm here for that. We're a half, half hour. You, you, versus you did a versus half versus hair <laughs> <laughs> <Her> versus <laughs> Riho.
1: Versus Jade, well, so you, you have a lot. You,
2: got if all you, them, you can can have a, a, a little game. tour of AEW just to give us a few matches that everybody wants to see. Um, even like you can do in Japan, like that, that that's easy enough to do right there. So, yeah, yeah I want to see Mercedes versus Jamie, Mercedes versus Britt, If you want to do Mercedes versus Jade, that's fine. Um, yeah, I want that. Give me all of it. I'm
0: here. Give me what real. I want. Give me what I wow. want. <laughs> our our producer went to a show last night which we'll talk about very quickly here gcw i for an i was in new york city at the melrose ballroom and history was made as masha slamovich actually defeated nick fucking gage to become the new gcw world
2: i love gcw man (laughs)
0: <laughs> Masha, Slamovich, Masha Slamovich defeated Nick Gage. I had to read that one more time because I thought I was. my eyes were deceiving me when I saw that news uh, earlier today. Uh, Matt Cardona beat Homicide. He had Gringo Loco defeated Bandito. We had Joey Janela beat Grim Reefer and the TimeSplitters Wait, defeated Jordan. Wait, was that three Jordan. people on a, one ladder at the same time? One top rope. <laughs> yes. No, no. That was, one, then, no, that was two people.
1: That was two people. Oh, it's two. Okay. Oh, okay. It looked like it was three. Okay, I'm sorry.
0: Oops. Look like it. look like it for a moment. And yeah, the time look- slurs, okay, uh Kashida and Alex Shelley beat Jordan Oliver and speedball Mike Bailey. That was a great match. I watched that before mm. we went live here. Uh, you Also on Thursday at ROH TV on Honor Club, the show featured Claudio Castagnoli defeating Willie Mack in a ROH World Championship proving ground. Later in the show, Claudio came out to watch Eddie Kingston versus Jeeves K and got his coffee spilled all over. Himself by <laughs> Kingston, who then beat Jeeves. He also had Athena beat Hayana uh, and then challenged Yuka Sakazaki for the ROH Women's World Championship at Supercard of Honor. Yeah, this uh, the same
1: show that is produced by on, from for me? I don't, I don't understand. I'm sorry, I apologize. They have multiple
0: you know. women's matches. One that that shows that it's probably I, I don't know if Tony Khan just he takes he takes a pill and he's able to book this better than some dynamites <laughs> it seems like Um but Dante Barton uh, beat Mike Mike Bennett in a good matchup. You also had Willa Yuta defeating Clark Connors in the main event to retain the ROH Pure Championship. And the absolute gall of this young man post match, Yuta challenged Cassisori Shibata to a match at ROH Supercard mm. of Honor before. The Blackpool Combat Club stood tall to end the show. I know you said you were very uh, happy with this week's ROH TV, Jared. What do you think?
2: Yeah, Blackpool Combat Club just owns Ring of Honor, and that's cool. Like, if there's one thing that I enjoy about Ring of Honor, there's multiple things. It's it feels kind of like a mixture of what like prime wcw was where like it's just like they'll give you a bunch mm-hmm. of high and stuff mm-hmm. but like also ecw as well where it's just fucking visceral sometimes mm-hmm. and I like mm-hmm. it. um dante martin and mike bennett had a fucking awesome match on this show um dante martin so he just levitates when he does a frog splash he like <laughs> did like an invisible crossover <laughs> with an invisible basketball <laughs> between his legs twice before he landed it i was like what the dude it's awesome so
3: I can't now I see it now. that's the, the problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. And Mike Bennett's looking, he had a match, I think Mike Bennett had a match with Darby not that long ago too, didn't he, where he looked really good. So, yeah, shout out Mike Bennett, shout out Dante Dante Martin. And then I guess, if they go the route of having Eddie Kingston beat Claudio for the ROH title, oh man, that would make me that would make me be very, very happy. I want to see that very bad.
0: If, if see Eddie beat Claudio... From Yes, if Eddie beats Claudio what? Supercard of Honor better than WrestleMania, I will go on record <laughs> and say it. No way! Was, okay, stop it. You guys are very good. No, on April 1st, late. I will say it on that Saturday episode after uh, watching Ring of Honor. I will say it. Uh, in some interesting news that somewhat involves uh, Ring of Honor since they uh, their former owner got involved in this, we have an interesting Twitter beef we got to discuss here as Rick Flayer has been <laughs> beefing with our uncle Dutch Mantel, Miss Chrissy Love, over the weekend. I was going to ask you about this. Yeah. After Mantell criticized Ric Flair's last match, uh, Dutch said that Flair looked like hell during the matchup and that he ripped the fans off. Flair, meanwhile, replied Um, on Twitter and said that Mantell was a miserable old wrestler trying to make a buck. Now Mantel has written an open letter to Flair, noting that he respects the nature nature boy, but doubled down on his take on the match. Uh, Dutch has even challenged Ric Flair to have a a debate with him on live on social media and YouTube for one dollar profit, and all the proceeds will go to charity. Flair then said that uh that Dutch Dutch uh has no business being called a legend; that he's just a veteran, and then former ROA owner, Carrie Silken, seemed to side with Dutch Mantel and claimed that Ric Flair still owed uh, him $41,000 from unfulfilled ROH appearances he was supposed to make in 2009. Mm. So noted that he paid flair up front. He wrote sorry folks Every word at Dutchman. is saying about at Rick flair is true Flair owes me forty one thousand dollars from not fulfilling four at ring of honor appearances in 2009 Yes, I was a moron to pay Rick up front. That's my story and it's sad but true
2: Is Rick flair? <laughs> There's no better example of the pot calling the kettle black than Ric Flair calling Dutchman Pal, and well, what did he call him exactly? Uh, uh, Trying to make a buck. uh, Yeah, no, that's that could be the title of Ric Flair's memoir if he wanted it (laughs) to be. Like Jesus Christ, I've never liked Ric Flair, man. I don't care. He's just never, never been. No, I'm also. I didn't grow up in the heyday of Ric Flair, but he just seems like a miserable old douche.
0: But he shouldn't be though though, because team dutch mantel here i'm i don't know
2: too much about dutch mantel i remember him with jack swagger that's the extent of dutch mantel stuff that i have but (laughs) he's fine with me the people
0: that's all the people that's all i will say i stand with dutch Dutch. because
1: you speak to him every day but yeah, uh uh, rick Flair was a little out of hand ish uh like you're you like how old are you guys come on like like we still got beef. Like, how many? How, how many years was this? Like,
0: oh, this is this is more recent because I think Dutch was asked about Ric Flair's last match and he just told the truth. He was like, it was. He gave his perfect. honest opinion. You yeah, he gave of, his yeah. honest opinion about it.
2: Which, by the way, is the general consensus opinion of that last match, which it was dog shit.
1: Yeah, but yeah. He was, saying, he was, was being anything. nice. Yeah, he was actually he was nice. being nice. Because Dutch don't really say much and then like when you ask him, he'd be <laughs> like, Well, you know, like he'll 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 give you a straightforward answer. He answered the question that he was asking. You want him to lie or you want him to say, Hey guy, you know, I I called you, like, I said did, this after this meeting. Like, no, how do we?
2: What does Rick expect people to say about him being seventy three in, in a match where he clearly couldn't move? He passed out twice. It was just uncomfortable, the and they not go, like
0: they hit the- and, and he what faked his art. He faked the art yeah, head. like that
1: that like come on. Like really guys, this is stupid.
2: What a dope. Yeah, team
1: Dutch all the way, sorry. I love Dutch. you, Rick, but come on. You you know when your uncles was like I don't like love you, Rick,
2: them. and you're just annoying. So that's Oh, okay. That's, well I I sorry. don't like Rick Flair.
0: <laughs> uh finally the last thing uh that we missed was impact on access tv they the show featured the coven of taylor wilde and kylan king beating the death dolls to win the knockouts uh world tag team championships you also had the bullet clubs ace austin and chris bay and kenta defeating uh josh alexander Rich swan and frankie kazarian in a fun main event mm-hmm. uh thought this was another good show especially the main event that six man tag uh, in some uh, news involving Impact Wrestling in an interview with Steve Fall of WrestlingNews.co, your boy Steve Fall, Chrissy Love, Kylan King Announced that he has signed a uh, She has signed a deal with Impact Wrestling King was a regular in AEW And NWA but was Still a free agent until recently Terms of the deal were not disclosed And then some bigger news for Impact Wrestling Anthem Media has Announced several changes to its power Hierarchy which includes Scott Damore as the new president of Impact Wrestling meanwhile former WWE executive Lou DeAngeli uh, is the vice President of marketing and Richard Chavez, uh is the new President of Anthem Sports Group They have also announced they will be working With Mike Pines Talent Partnerships So it's a big up, uh, change of power Over in Impact Wrestling and Anthem Media but It is now Chrissy Love's favorite time of the show. We're going to close things off with our match of the week. Yes, top three matches from this past week. Your bronze medal, your silver medal, your gold medal. Sound off in the live chat and give us your top three matches for the week. Uh, I already told Jared to have that prepared as well, but I will start everything off as I usually do. A lot of this from the New Japan Cup because I loved it this week. My honorable mention, though, I got to say, Dante Martin versus Mike bennett from ROH TV, definitely an honorable mention uh blackpool combat club versus hangman adam page and the dark order uh the sheamus and drew mcintyre match before the finish really good as well that yes. i had to mention those but my top three for this week number three mark davis versus will osprey from the new japan cup love that matchup uh number two i'm gonna go with um Shota Amino versus Zack Sabre Jr. From the New Japan Cup. Shota, that was Shooter's best matchup. And in my opinion, probably the best matchup of the tournament so far. And number one, I got to go to AEW. The House of Black versus the Elite versus Jericho Appreciation Society from AEW Dynamite. That was tremendous and one of the best TV matches of the year. Chrissy Mm -hmm. Love, what's your three for the week?
1: Bronze is uh, Blackpool Combat versus The Dark Order and Hangman. Uh, Number two, which is silver, I'm going to give to Drew and uh, Seamus before the finish. And uh, my same number, my gold is just like SP, uh, House of Black versus uh, Lee and uh, Jericho
0: Society. And Jarrett, what's your three for the week?
2: uh number three dante martin mike bennett on ring of honor number two black will combat against dark order and hangman and number one elite jas and house of black
0: mm, So no. in agreeance no. this week sound off in the live chat sound off in the comments let us know your match of the week this week but that's gonna bring us to a close on another edition of true hill heat Thank you so much, Jared Bailey. We're glad to have you back, and we won't wait too long before we invite you right. back because we love having you on. Uh, <laughs> with everything you you have to tell us, even with your jersey being up in the rafters on Tinder, you are always a good time. We appreciate you, sir. Let the people know where they can follow you on social media and what you got going on on all your different podcast platforms, sir.
2: Yeah, AJ Bailey NFL on Twitter. That's where you can find all my stuff. Oh yeah, it says it right there. Have fun um so yeah mock draft stuff for football if you're into that type of thing um no, new no notes with joel pearl a fightful because we talk about wrestling stuff <laughs> and whatnot on there too
3: um
2: that show got crazy him and i went for like an hour and a half just bullshitting and it was a lot of fun so that <laughs> is out now where you get Great your podcast and you, can, and you can watch it on youtube and then uh my nfl show the pump fake did a new episode of that yesterday as well talking to my Rama of sports illustrated and uh ben raven of m live talking about free agency so yeah uh, if you're into that football thing, listen to it, write it, or li- listen to it, read it, watch it, however. Um, I will write it. And then, uh, yeah, no notes as well with Joel Pearl. So, a lot of stuff going on. Um, follow me on Twitter at jbaili nfl to get all of it because I tweet about all of it. So, that's where you can find it.
0: Thank you so much Jerry. we love having you on even when you were a hook hater we we still loved you we still hey, no, <laughs> we
2: have, uh, it was a long time ago I've come a long way
0: you, you've come since, a long so way you've <laughs> gone older and wiser mm, uh Chrissy love <laughs> let the people know where they can follow you
1: uh, so you can follow me uh, IG Twitter uh, Chrissy love underscore one uh, Twitter is a uh, true hill Chrissy love. Uh, and uh, Serving Face and Hills will be back hopefully next week. My partner is very busy. Uh, so, uh, yes, we'll hopefully be back next week. And um, well, next week will be the week before WrestleMania, right? So, hopefully, we'll be back. Uh, back yes.
3: Two, two, yes, yes,
1: yes. So, we need yes. you. So, we'll be back next week. <laughs> uh, so, we can predict some of these women's matches. And some women have been doing a lot of good things lately. And uh we have to talk, we have we we have to get some talking together. So uh, but other than that, you can just follow me. Uh, you can see me every week on True Hill Heat every Saturday, eleven oh five AM with my good brothers, uh, SP three and our special guest. And that's it. I was on some podcasts this week, so check it out.
0: Yes, check out Chrissy Love, <laughs> the guest star in people asking her. She's a big star now. She's gonna leave. <laughs> um. No, I'm not no, no, you no. Follow me on the Twitter machine. I'm at here. at true hill sp3 follow the gang facebook twitter instagram at true hill heat patreon.com forward slash true hill heat three dollars a month that's the best way to contribute to what we do here help the channel grow and help out the contributors and of course we got plenty of great stuff going on on all different platforms on true hill heat sports tonight we got uh true hill heat sports number 123 with our ufc 286 watch along so join romeo and the gang for that also on twitch.com tv forward slash true hill heat gaming tomorrow we got the gcw watch along with the workhorse wrestling network so join us for that as well but thank you so much to our special guest jared bailey thank you to miss chrissy love thank you to our producer baby seth it is me it is me your true hill phenom sp3 this has been true hill heat 217 reunions everywhere we are signing (laughs) off until next time reunite